conservative, heterosexual, gun-toting, football-loving, evangelical Christian white men. In other words, the two most dangerous men in America, Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour. From the broadcast plaza and teleport, here comes Rick and Bubba. The real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all in the mix today from various locations. Stretch Armstrong takes your phone calls and also handles our YouTube live. Uh, Adler helping him with that from his home. Uh, so if you can catch us, if you catch us live on YouTube, hello, thank you for watching, uh, live or archive. You can also catch us on our, our audio archives via the podcast channel if that's easier for you. Tune in app, uh, get uh, Ricky and Bubba live and best of moments iHeartRadio carries the Rick and Bubba show live, and then America's boldest radio stations, bold enough to say yes, we proudly carry the Rick and Bubba show, all of them uh, aligned on the Rick and Bubba radio network. All those details can be found at Rick and Bubba, spell out the word and, dot com. All right, and should we come back? Welcome back. There's Bill Bubba Bussy. Hey, Bubba. Rick, glad to be here and thank all of you for being part of the Rick and Bubba pandemic experience. That's right. <laughs> the voice of steady and ease, uh, yeah. you know, and uh, trying try not to, uh, you know, I don't know why people <laughs> seem to be thrilled by, with creating panic and terrifying us as much as they can. I, I guess they think that's, uh, uh, it, it certainly, we certainly want the truth, uh, but we need to have all the truth, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and we're trying to provide all three. So, um, so Bubba, uh, on that note, and look, let me tell you something. Uh, we, we have sympathy for anyone uh, who is uh, going to struggle with this, but we do know uh, that the, you know, the experience is very wildly from I don't have any symptoms at all mm-hmm. on one end of the spectrum, uh, then somewhere in the middle I'm on different degrees of sick, and then, of course, we know the, the horrible end of the spectrum, and that is when people that you, you know or love or anyone – is actually killed by it. Hmm. So uh, we, we know that, that that range is there. But uh, we do have now Chris Cuomo with CNN who uh, who has coronavirus. Yeah. And uh, and that's also the brother of the governor, right, of New York State. Correct. Yes, yes. Uh, you know, the one that was lovingly called Fredo for a while. And there you go. What Greg, that what's the word, Greg? That's your area. <laughs> Greg? Uh, that'd be Fredo. Fredo? Fredo. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Greg, Fredo from the Godfather. Yeah, Greg's, yeah, he, Gre- Greg's always is, our expert on derogatory statements about people. Right, right. Anything <laughs> insulting, we go to Greg on. Uh, he has actually quarantined himself at home, Rick, and right. he said that he is having a terrible time with this. He said he is shivering. He shivers so, so bad that he has chipped a tooth. Greg. And he All said right. he is hallucinating that he, he thought Thank he had God. actually spoke to his dead father. Greg, your um, comments. Either he's got soft teeth. Hmm. I mean, you know what I'm saying. I mean, think about it. We've all got fever and chills and shaking. Have you ever shaken enough? I, look, I, this is not time for me to question. I know that's in bad taste. Is it, Greg? Well, is, is it, now, when when did you start tapping nose brakes? Coronavirus. Okay. <laughs> I just, I, I just, so, Greg, coronavirus has done a lot of things for you. It really has. I mean, it has. It's, I mean, it's uh, changed a lot. Now, maybe he had – a uh, a chip tooth already that he he had fixed and maybe that 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 piece came loose maybe you think maybe well, that's got, it. Or he's got weak teeth. 
Yeah. Yeah, he does. Greg, I give you yeah, that. I go to you too because you're also the expert in this area. Is this just him trying to be sharp? I mean, his brother's the mayor of New York. He's dealing with all this. I mean, and then you've got Chris, uh, you know, toughing it down at CNN. I mean, is he is he trying to to be sharp with this or is this legit? Look, in in the world of news, even even during a pandemic, we like to have we want to be talked about. We want ratings, correct? Yep. So you got to consider that. You know, you're going to get a lot of coverage when you got those kind of stories. That's all I'm going to say. All right. So, what we can say is we know number one, Chris Cuomo, we, he may be experiencing this exactly the way he says. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and we should all be sympathetic. And we don't, we don't wish ill will on anyone that we just happen to disagree with on, right. on major, major topics. Um, you know, I, now undoubtedly the left doesn't feel that same way since we keep seeing things about them tweeting out that if you support Trump, they hope we all die. But but we don't want to be like that. We don't yeah. want to, We don't want to be that way. But um, and they hope we all catch the disease. But but anyway, <laughs> but looking at this, if to Greg's point, you have to Bubba. Do we not agree every time we do the show? And some people for some reason are bothered by that. But we have to lay out every scenario. Scenario yeah. one is this is happening exactly the way it's being described. And, uh, and we certainly hope that he survives this and, and likely will. He's in shape. He's, he's, he's you know, at a good age, and he certainly has taken care of himself, that he'll get to the other side of it. I think we fully expect that. Uh, but he still might be struggling at the level that he says he is. But you also have to look and see that, to Greg's point, are you that intrigued? Because I've already seen some people who've done this in the very beginning of this. I've got it. It's not that bad. I seem to be doing okay. Mm-hmm. I'm doing my part. But if I – didn't have to be quarantined and I had not tested positive, I would probably be going back to work and would think I have a cold. Okay. Yeah. Now is that as intriguing? Am I turning that up and leaning into the TV or am I leaning in when I look and said, Hey man, this guy's got it. And he said, man, he's shivering so bad. It's breaking his teeth. And he thinks he saw his dad Yeah. Uh, who passed away. Which one of those would draw me into the TV more? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a fair question. I mean, I, I'm no Cuomo fan uh, and I'm trying, you know, real hard to be, you know, stay positive about this. Uh, I don't want anybody to be sick, but, uh, you know, you never know. You never know with these clowns, what they're up to. So anyway, I hope he gets to feeling better. I don't want anybody to be sick. I certainly don't want anybody to die, but uh, no. Well, if we- I hope that, uh, you know, I, I certainly see the way these clowns act night in and night out. And I, I don't know. I don't know what to make of it. Well, here's what here we- he is talking about it. Here he is All talking right. about it. If you want it, sorry to interrupt. Yeah, it's uh, Skype out. Uh, okay, here we are. And people bringing me food and a wife uh, and my kids, thank God, didn't have it. Look how lucky I got here. I want you to be thinking about everybody who's not as lucky as I am, who are dealing with the same that I am and 10 times worse, especially after what I learned last night. This virus came at me. I've never seen anything like it, okay? So, yeah, I've had a, I've had a fever. You've had a fever. But 102, 103, 103 plus that wouldn't quit. And it was like somebody was beating me like a pinata. And I was shivering so much that Sanjay's right. I chipped my tooth. These are not cheap. Okay. And they call them the rigors, like rigors, R-I-G-O-R-S, but rigors. So the sun comes up. I'm awake. I was up all night. It was one of the, I'm telling you, I was hallucinating. I, my, my, my dad was talking to me. Um, I was seeing people from college, people I haven't seen in forever. It was, it was freaky what I lived through last night. And it may happen again tonight. Doctor says it may happen like five, eight times. You know, I get it now. And if you match that with chest constriction and people can't breathe, I totally get why we're losing so many people and why our hospitals are so crowded. 
Um, courtesy of CNN. All right, so Bubba, I want to tell you this too on our setup here before we get back. I think your volume has gone way down for some reason, and I'm having to run you really hot. And so then when the others chime in, they're way too loud. Yeah. So something has happened on your volume level. I need, I need, I need more of you. We need more Bubba. Okay. Well, okay. Uh, is that loud enough there? Yeah. I'm somebody right into the mic. So, somebody else talk. Hey, what's up, Adler? Check, check. Right, a, Adler's A, B, C, D, E, F, G. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Bubba. One, two, Bubba. Three, four. Adler is way hot on me, too. Yeah. Chip okay. tooth. Chip tooth. Okay. Helmsy? Hey, guys. Sibilance. Sibilance. Okay. There's still some very. It, uh, the it, mic it, people are, are close together, it, it, but the others aren't. At least this doesn't vary like it was. A minute ago, it was varying wildly. I was having to run Bubba real hot. So, right. so I think we're okay now. Um, But anyway, all right, so we saw that, and we certainly have to take him at his word. Uh, he doesn't – I mean, he looks pretty healthy in this video, mm-hmm. um, and uh, but he said that he is uh, – that he gets it now, and he certainly empathizes with people, and, and, uh, and again, I think he's going to be all right. We certainly hope that he is all right. We don't wish, you know, the, the, the worst-case scenario on anyone, even right. your worst enemy. And uh, so I don't know whether it's hyperbole or this is all exactly how it's going. There's no way to know, so we just have to take him at his word. Rick, you may lose us in just a second. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Going to break, Bob. So, so this, this, we're trying not to use the free option, and we're trying to pay people. Nobody will take Bubba's money and let us be on nonstop. They took it. They took it, and they're still cutting us off. They took your money and didn't give you the unlimited, did they? Well, you got to know it, Zoom, to get unlimited. <laughs> All right, we'll be back. It's uh, 15 minutes past. We'll take your phone calls right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba. 21 minutes now past the hour. Rick and Bubba, thanks for being with us. Uh, your phone calls are coming in now. We'll take those at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Uh, we'll start with Curtis. Uh, Curtis is out of the great state of Alabama. Curtis, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you for your patience. And to go right ahead. What's on your mind? What's going on, fellas? Uh, we're good, man. Hey, I just got through downloading the Trump justice. <laughs> good. I hope you have fun with it. Yeah. So, hey, when y'all were talking about how it was ironic that the uh, plant that, you know, hurts your lungs is actually going to help us. Yeah. I don't know if y'all noticed, but you said it was the British American tobacco, which if you take those three first letters, it spells bat. It started this <laughs> yeah, whole thing. That's the name of the company. How ironic is that? Yeah, that is extremely ironic. You're right. So not only is it tobacco, uh, you, you take their company uh, and it's bat. Did you see that all this stuff in China, they, 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 you know, we talked about they found patient zero. It all comes out of these wet markets, they call them, in Wuhan, where all these crazy animals and meats are, mm. and bats are laying everywhere. And now it looks like that those markets are right back operating again. I know. I mean, have we learned anything from this? Uh, yeah. let's, let's go to Jonathan. He's listening to Gadsden and Gadsden on Z93. Jonathan, welcome, uh, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. What's on your mind? Go ahead. Hey, guys. Just wanted to talk about Zoom real quick. I didn't know, uh, in, and I personally have put some stock in this, and a lot of people are trading with Zoom, the word Zoom, which is an old company, but and they're missing which actually Zoom is, which the stock trade is ZM. But have you guys seen the privacy concerns and the stock drop on that company? Yes, I hadn't seen the stock yeah, drop, but I did. We did talk about the privacy concerns that the FBI had put out. Yes. 
So I did, okay, I was just wondering, I wish they had a volume control for the main person on it where you could control the volume for every user. They need to add that, but great job, guys. Thank you. Uh, do you know why Bubba keeps being cut off? Uh, no, and I know our church, it's, it's gone well with our church, so I, I don't know. Okay, okay, he didn't know. So, yeah, they're trying to figure it out in, in the break. For some reason, I don't know where I got a random text from Greg that says it's saying for fourteen ninety nine we can upgrade. Yeah, uh, so I, I don't know. I don't know what that even means. But, uh, but I mean, so we can. Well, it's that, Rick, it's that weird thing where Greg's replying to a group text, but because he has an Android, it only comes to us individually. It looks really weird. Yeah, it's, it's only started the last three or four days on that. I yeah, don't know what's happening. Yeah, at one point I thought, well, well, Greg just wants to get outside the group with his big brother and us have a little fun. Yeah, I didn't no, realize everybody gets a special individual text from Greg. I didn't know that. Yes, yes. Well, I'm just I'm answering that group. Y'all are all in. I'd say I'm not answering anymore. I'm. No, Greg, keep doing it because I kind of like getting one. To, if we're all getting your information, it really doesn't matter whether it's to the group or the individual. That's it. You know, I just don't want everybody to be cut out of baby brother's text. <laughs> but I don't know what's changed because it used to not do that. I know. That's weird. Uh, we continue. Uh, let's go to uh, Bryant out of Prattville, Alabama. Bryant, go ahead. Yeah, I just think it's really cool. Let me get this straight. Speedy now has a built-in resistance to the coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was waiting on that. I can't believe that wasn't brought up. Uh, we continue. <laughs> Kim in Prattville as well. Prattville really showing out today. Pratt- Kim, go ahead. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey. Um, let me just start by saying I'm a veterinarian, not a medical doctor, so I am not a uh, consultant or expert on the COVID-19, excuse me, the novel COVID-19. However, I'd like to comment on uh, the uh, little playback you played on Chris Como's uh, comments about having it uh-huh. that you all just played. Um, if you listen to his voice, if he had just been through high fevers, rigors, tremors, severe shakes the night before, he sounded really good mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and that it, morning. Yeah. And his hair oh, was yeah. perfect, and yeah. his skin looked yeah. beautiful. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah. I mean, he didn't look like a guy who'd been on that wild ride all night. No. You know, as a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, y'all probably would have got from me, guys, I'm out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Hair everywhere, you know. I, I, think, I think, you know, if, if you've ever been there, which I have, you know, I haven't had COVID, but I've been sick like that. Yeah. Um, you don't sound too good, even when you're feeling better the next morning. And the other part is he said, it may happen again tonight. Now, if you've ever had that happen to you that night, the last thing you're going to say is, it may happen again tonight. You're going to say, I hope that blank city blank does not happen again ever. <laughs> yeah, his, his voice seemed very steady. He seemed to really uh, have himself gathered and together. And you would think it would be now. Look, I'm no, I'm like you. At least, at least you work on animals. I, I'm not. I can't. I don't medically work on anything. Mm-mm. So, so he, it, it may, it may be very well that he had a rough night and he was fine today and he could do the update, update, and it went exactly the way he said it went. And we certainly don't know. Correct. But I did think Correct. that. I did think that was interesting. I agree with you. Yeah. Uh, you know, too, Rick. Let me ask you this: If you're sick at night, you don't just automatically get TV ready when the sun comes up. I mean, it stays with you, right? I mean, the fever doesn't come and go. You may have a worse night, but yeah, like I, you said, he's t- he looked TV ready to me. Yeah, I, I've had that that thing where you wrestle the the animal all night long, and 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 whatever the name of the sickness is, it just beats you to death during yeah. the night. Yeah, rarely do I get up the next morning and go, "Hey, man, number one." <laughs> uh, you know, it, it's uh, I, usually it takes a little longer for me to get back on my feet. But look, maybe I I don't know. Yeah. I, there, we don't know. 
I don't know. But you I know what? Know. But we do know this. We do know this. And I'm sorry, and this applies to everybody because we all have these little things that we have patterns, right? If you looked into my resume and I was Chris Cuomo, you would go, you know, there is a pattern that he will exaggerate and not exactly tell us the way things really are. Yep. Correct? There, there is that. It, he does have a strange <laughs> worldview. I'll say that. We'll continue. Let's get. Oh, now we got people who can fix Greg's text. Oh, good. Uh, Jamie in Montgomery. Jamie, go ahead. Hey, if if he will click at the top of the screen on his messages, there's usually a link that says group messages and individual messages. If he'll click back to group messages, it'll start sending back to the group. Okay. Okay. All right. So maybe that's Greg, accidentally you, been hit, Greg. You have any idea? Who, what well, I got to do that. I don't even know what that means. Okay. Oh, so that did, that didn't ring a bell with you. You didn't go. Yeah, I know what that is. Uh, let's go to Helena, where uh, Shirley's standing by. Shirley, go ahead. Hey, y'all. I'm a longtime listener. Um, I got. I'm on Zoom with my buddy daughters. A shout out to them if you don't mind. We're Christian people. Uh, I was on the phone with Zoom all day yesterday because I paid the fourteen ninety nine two weeks ago. We were in the midst of our meeting, and they wanted to shut us down. So I promise you, you'll be on the line forever. I never got an answer that I would be on when we come back Tuesday. So good luck with that, mm. paying your money, but they'll still shut you off. Wow, so everybody's having the same experience, Bubs. People are well, saying, I look. Thought, I thought that's why I paid uh, the 149 not to get shut off like that. I was that. about to say, you didn't do 1499 You did 149 That We already have the well, primo it just, pack. It, it, was, it was basically that package you just paid for the year. I see you what you're saying. Yes, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. You're going to let them treat you like that, Bubba. I, I mean, look. By the, way, by the way, I'm on the customer uh, uh, customer chat, and good news, I'm number 272. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> hey, how about this Zoom is pushing Bubba on his own property? Uh-huh. Uh, let me ask you. Do, well, does everybody – in the conversation, need to have a pack? Is that what I'm saying? Or well, just the hope? That, I'll, I'll ask somebody if I ever get a chance. Greg, he'll ask, but he's got 271 other people asking before him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. Maybe be a while. Well, how about well, if you're standing there and somebody says, here's your number, and you let us this 272. <laughs> yeah, I, hey, if you're waiting to get ice cream, you just move on. <laughs> <laughs> just, just for the record, I checked my phone. It, the, converse, the group conversation thing is on. Is on? Okay, Greg, don't be all mad yeah. about it. I see your little follow-up, stern lip look. When in doubt, The re- guy was just saying, check it. Yeah. I mean, he didn't say you'd done something wrong. When in doubt, reboot, Greg. That's right. When all that fails, turn that thing Greg off, turn it back on. Uh, he's mad now. I know. Look at his face. I mean, good gracious. I mean, he doesn't even seem to be happy to be a Gamecock right now. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Hey, this is Harry Connick Jr., and y'all are checking out the greatest show in the South, Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you for being with us. 35 minutes now past the hour. You got Rick and Bubba. So we'll give you some updates here on things you can be doing uh, during the quarantine. Uh, that um, Some of them just for fun. Others uh, incredibly beneficial. Uh, we'll start with just for fun. Uh, there is a new app right now called Trump Justice. Um, fight domestic and abroad, and it's all the enemies of Trump, and he's a little cartoon character there, and you can play the video game, and then you can also go and purchase uh, other versions of Trump, or you can uh, purchase uh, the characters for 99 cents, Rick and or Bubba, and we will join uh, taking on these enemies as well. Uh, It's a free uh, download and a lot of fun, and you can get that right now. Uh, in the Apple Store, Google Play for the Android phones and, and all this, and those those links at rickandbubba.com. Also, don't forget the manchurch.com, all the 
information there that you can all sorts of things you can use while binging. Uh, you know, we said just because uh, we can't meet face to face in our groups and we can't do our gatherings, that doesn't mean that uh, that the need to disciple men has just suddenly gone away. Uh, and we have a, a great strategy for you: things you can do, um, you know, virtually and and from your home. And we've got uh, you know video teaching, and we've got you know study guides that you can download. We also have all sorts of devotionals that you can read, and uh, anything you could you could possibly imagine, you can get all that at themanchurch.com. And then, of course, don't forget, uh, we've got Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. We'll have Chris Tomlin as our guest today. That's coming up this weekend. And you can certainly go to the Rick and Bubba YouTube channel or our podcast channel and get all the Rick and Bubba you can stand. All these things available for you during these uh, bizarre times when we're looking you know, for things that we can do to fill our time. And we all need things to take our mind off of it, but also time to take this uh, free time that we didn't think we were going to have and, and put it to good use. So, uh, all right, so the, the couple of things that we can talk about, I know that uh, Bubba is trying to get our Zoom account like he likes it. Greg's trying to figure out how to get back to, to group text again. <laughs> Which yeah, was funny it, in the break. Yeah, there's a lot going on in the break there, wa- watching all that. Greg, and I love you because of out of habit, you have all the mics on. Yeah, I turn every one of them yeah. up every time I come out of the break. <laughs> it's a, like I say, I've I've taken piano lessons for 12 years, and y'all trying to get me to change it now. Uh, so so anyway, we uh, will but, but, Fine middle C, Rick. Fine middle I, I gotta, C. You, 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 I, see, you're my middle C, and you're on the wrong side of the piano right now. <laughs> But uh, and then you're and then looking at you as I'm also looking a different way now. So yeah. I'm, I'm having to yeah. balance all that. But you know what? That, that's a mild problem. Consider situation that we're in. And, and you know what else is a mild problem? Carpenter bees. Yeah, uh, I, I understand that's a mild problem. Now we all know that we 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 desperately need to get outside and, and breathe in some some air and and do all this. So you know it's great and and just love getting a chance to get out into the great outdoors. And uh, I, I did not encounter another human being yesterday until I got back home last night uh, and um, and went because there was no on the farm there nobody around uh, and it was a beautiful day in Alabama and I don't know whether this uh, contributed because I don't want to get overly optimistic okay about this carpenter bee battle <clears throat> but Bubba I know you and I kind of had the same reaction I know the guy told us about you know putting up the fake hornet's nest and all that and certainly oh yeah if, if, that looked if, good. Yeah, that that one really went over great with my wife, yeah, who, yeah. who who you know wants everything to look nice. I said, "Hey, what do you think about me hanging a big fake bag right here?" <laughs> uh, but, but anyway, so so my my wife ordered these carpenter bee traps, and they're very simplistic. Uh, matter of fact, they were so simplistic, I thought this is not going to work. I mean, really? I mean, because you think, well, why why would this work? Um, you know, I couldn't really figure out the concept because it really uh, to 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 it's picture a big block of wood, mm-hmm. picture holes in the wood to to intrigue the carpenter bees, and, and then, then they, the jar on the bottom. Yeah, right? and then they just work their way into not a full size but a miniature version of a mason jar, and yeah. then you know and they screw into the bottom of the wood. The mason jar top is there, mm-hmm. and you think, well, how in the world? But undoubtedly, when they get down into the jar, they can't get out. And then yeah, and, and, I think Rick, the way that works, they crawl in, and then when they they get in the air of the jar, they start flying. Well, then they can't fly back out the hole, so they, right. they don't have anywhere to land and walk back out. Correct. So, so I, you know, the we're, you know, you always it, it's interesting. And Sherry called me on it yesterday. She's like, you you are trying to think of every way you can to go to the farm, aren't you? And I said, yes, yes, ma'am. I am guilty. I am guilty. Hmm. And I said, I need to get in there and check him carpenter traps, carpenter bees. Hmm. And I said, if the jars are filled up, I need to. 
you know, empty them out and put them back up there. <laughs> and uh, and she goes, she goes. And at, at what at what point will you then just tell me the truth? You're going to fish. And I said, I said, well, no. I said, now if I have time, you know, to fish, right? And and you think that's you know, I need to check out, see how our population, you know, fish are doing, how's the ecosystem. Um, I I have to check on that. Uh, I'll probably have to get you know in an ATV and ride all the trails just to make sure that you know there's nothing wrong with them, right, Bubba? I mean, might be. Yeah, a, might, I mean, you got you you have to manage the property. Yeah, that's the job. Sure, I probably will have to go around to game cameras, you know, and look at them. Yeah, be sure they're okay. Probably right. got a lot of trees down if you like everywhere else. Yeah, yeah, and got one down. Sure do, and 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 because uh, I'd gotten some of the others out, but there's one that's uh, gonna gonna require a little more effort. Oh, and uh, but now it's not a big deal. And so you know, I was looking around and and checking everything out and. You know, got any plus you got you got to check on camp house. You got to be see how it's doing. It's sitting down there, and you know we had that water uh, deal. We make sure that's all working right, and mm-hmm. and uh, of course our, our little swamp over there that we tried to fix that looks great. But but anyway, so um, <laughs> so anyway, I was um, I got there, and I got to tell you something. I was completely shocked. Those jars were full of dead carpenter bees. I mean, yeah, I mean, it worked. I mean, there. I, and now look, let me tell you because I want to be. I don't want to get overly optimistic. Because there was also a temperature shift that was pretty severe uh, in our state. It went from 80 degrees to a high yesterday of what, about 70, 68? Yeah, something like somewhere that. The day before that, it was in the low 60s. Right. Mm-hmm. So there's been, there's been a shift. There's been that, yeah. So I, that may be playing a role, okay? Mm-hmm. Because I find it hard to believe that, that I caught probably 50 carpenter bees uh, and 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 they're de- but that be the end of carpenter bees, right? Because there weren't any anywhere, and you know I think that's probably more I can attribute that more to the weather, don't you think? Than actually now they're all afraid of my evil carpenter bee trap, so they've all left. <laughs> well, but Rick, they uh, were in there. Yeah, yeah, maybe I, I got to tell you something. I took out a lot of carpenter bees. <laughs> uh, I mean, and I was just so I was just so fired up about it. Yeah, and of course I would I would not dare. You know, I, I did not take a hammer up the ladder with me. You know, take, mm-hmm. uh, unscrew yeah, don't and do that. Don't do that. And and I had looked on the instructions. It warned me yeah. that some of the carpenter bees will not be fully dead. So you you careful yeah, be there. careful. Be careful because if you see movement in there, you you may be their their chance to be free again. So you've mm-hmm. got to be ready. <laughs> you better. And you uh, got to have your boots ready to go when they hit the ground. Yeah. So so it it was. It's a very simplistic trap, but I got to tell you, on, on first check, it was effective. Wow. It took out about 50 bees. Well, Jay Eisen with Cooks, he just texted me. He said, if that did not solve the problem, give them a call. Right. Because yeah. they love to solve it. Yeah. Well, I may, I may turn them on to you know where we actually live. Yes. Because they're, they're, they're not to the level they're attacking a barn. Yeah. But they still love to try to attack the house. Uh-huh. Uh, I foiled them a little bit by going to the new decking. You know mm-hmm. that they didn't know what to do with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish I'd have been there the first day they tried to bore into that. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, um, so I, I don't think Sherry wants a bunch of mason jars hanging around. Probably not the, the house there. So no. so maybe we'll do that. Yeah. But, but I'm not. Y- y'all don't understand at the barn. Don't picture a few bees. I want you to picture you step out of your truck and you're scared. There's so many That's bees. A, really? I mean, I, Hamza, you wouldn't have gone near it. You, you couldn't have gone near the barn. Are you, are you saying Alfred Hitchcock? Like? Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm talking about picture, you know, the, because the I was trying to learn the difference, and, and, and I know some of you are probably going to correct me because I probably have it wrong, but I think I have this right. You know, a bumblebee and a carpenter bee look close, but they are not the same bee, and the bumblebee doesn't do you any harm at all. It's the carpenter bee that, uh, and they look very. They're, they're like first cousins. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I don't like them around yeah. me though. I don't so, want them in my face. So the mm-hmm. the carpenter bee has the black slick 
a rear end, uh-huh. and the bumblebee stays fuzzy and yellow all the way, you know, black and white all the way to the to the end. And so, yeah, it, it got to get that stinger in you, the one that's slick. Yeah. So mm-hmm. so anyway, um, but Helmsy, I'm talking about the level of carpenter bees mixed with wasp. It was so gigantic. Uh, I don't think you would have got out of the vehicle. Yeah, I, the the wasp is is what gets me. I can't. Mm-hmm. I can handle the the other, but the carpenter bees, even knowing that some of them can sting you, whatever species that is, that can sting. You, I'm not afraid of those. But the wasp, I'm terrified. Where are you on honeybees? Uh, I'm okay with honeybees, but now those yellow jackets, I, I no way. Let's talk hornet. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm scared to death of a hornet. Well, yeah. and you heard the guy say the reason why the fake hornet nest works is all the other stinging flying things are f- afraid of a hornet as yeah, well they don't want a hornet. Hey, that ought to tell you something right there it really how about what, a good news be yeah how about this greg i mean i'm in the stinging family and i'm afraid of a certain stinger yeah yeah that's a bad dude we all know the hornet's a bad dude but what about a good news be you ever seen them they hover almost like a hummingbird and they're real yellow they don't bother you did you say good news be yeah we call them good news bees you stick your finger up and they'll hover at front of it and tell you good news <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was right yeah, All right, everybody is. on the board right now, let's look at the difference between a carpenter bee and a bumblebee. It's very important to know. And I like hitting them with tennis rackets, too, yeah. bumblebee. You see, yeah. the carpenter they, they bee. They stand no chance against a tennis racket. No, no they don't. You will no. get tennis elbow. Be careful how you swing. <laughs> well, let me tell you something. If I took a tennis racket to every carpenter bee we had before these traps, you're right, I'd, ha- I'd have the bad elbow. Yeah. Because it would have taken all day long. Uh, they Somebody were, pull up a good news bee and let's see. Greg, it. we don't want to say a good Greg, news bee. I don't know. Is that how we Google it, Greg? Good news bee? <laughs> That's what we call him. He, he's hovering beside you trying to get his good news. <laughs> All right, we'll come back. 866-WE-BE-BIG is number. So, so so far, this very simple trap okay. has been very effective. Um, and uh, and you, you can get them at trade day all day. Oh, sure, yeah. Oh, they got them hanging at trade day ready to go. <laughs> we'll be back. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Nine minutes now to the top of the hour. You got the Rick and Bubba show your voice. So calm, steady, easy. We give you the good, the bad, the ugly, the hopeful, the uh, the, the concerning. We do it all. Uh, so um, we do want to give and Bubba. You always have these people that just refuse to fit into any uh, stereotype. And buddy, we got one here. So we we've heard that, and it's it still is true that we have those that are the most susceptible, those that are the least susceptible, and then we have everything in between. Well, here comes a stereotype buster: the <laughs> oldest coronavirus survivor. He's an Oregon veteran. Now, I want you to think about this guy. You talk about somebody who who has just lived his life, and and the Lord has decided when He wove him together in His mother's womb. The day he had from this guy is still undetermined because he has survived World War II and just survived the coronavirus at 104 years old. How about I want some of his plasma? Yeah, Should we not take yeah. this guy? Should we not take For him? Real. You know, like you said, Bubba, that time you saw that, that cat that they have at the, at the veterinarian's office. Oh, yeah, the office. donor cat. The donor cat where everybody gets the big old fat cat's blood. <laughs> yep. should, should we start taking stuff from this guy like now? I mean, I mean, well, should, they, should we get you know, his- the plasma things been a big run here because of the uh, coronavirus, but he may have some more good things in there. We need. So, <laughs> you you know, look at the horrible numbers from World War Two. He survives that. And, and he sur- think about how many things 
He survived swine flu. Yep. He survived bird flu. Think of all the things that he has survived in his life, and he just beat coronavirus. Good at Rick, 104. I, Rick, if, if I'm not mistaken, he survived uh, the Spanish flu, too. Yes, he did. He yeah. did. Yeah. And not, yeah, t- uh, two years before the Spanish flu infected an estimated one-third of the world's population. Wow. So he was born in 16, uh, two years before it, so he didn't survive it, yeah. I guess. But um, But anyway, so... Well, no, he may I, have got the, he no. may have got the antibodies from his mom, and they still may be serving him well. Well, no, I guess well, it, I guess I guess at uh, at two years old he did survive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So as as a little boy, so you're right. Yeah, so he did survive that. So I mean, this guy. I mean, and 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 then here's what you love. He's 104. He's been through all of this, and because he just survived coronavirus, they had a social distancing birthday party. <laughs> And uh, they've got him with a surgical mask on, and everybody's got his. Of course, he's got his old WW2 hat on. Yeah, he does. I mean, look at him. Look, if you came through WW2, you put that hat on, you wear it loud. Yeah, (laughs) look at him. Look at him sitting there. He's 104. I don't know if y'all can see. Can y'all see that where you guys are? Yeah, yeah. I I I mean, that for 104. My goodness, looks good, doesn't he? He does. He he looks real good. I mean, I got to tell you, he looks as good as Cuomo did. Mm. So So, you're saying, Bubba, you're saying he's got super blood. He might. I, I'm just saying, if you make it 104, you survive the Spanish flu, coronavirus. Now, remember, he went through polio, smallpox, oh, man. cough, all that stuff. We got to study this guy. You know, I mean, <laughs> give do. us a quart of blood and let us look at it. You know? <laughs> and that's right. So, uh, so anyway, he said uh, he said he 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 may be the oldest. Uh, but he's not the first WW2 vet to fight through the virus. We also have – see, this is the thing about the WW2 yeah, people. Yeah. The WW2 people, I know that they're almost all gone. We need to – what we got left, like these two guys, because mm-hmm. there's a second one now, he has, also, camera. He has also survived Bubba, Bill Kelly, 95, and he just survived it as well, both, <laughs> both yeah. from WW2. Yeah. That's incredible. I mean, we do. We really need to study them. I mean, I don't want to, you know, give them a handle, but if we could have a little blood and, you know, maybe a good MRI, it might not hurt anything. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, I know we're joking a little bit. Wouldn't you take what you can from them? Mm-hmm. Like you said, not be overly intrusive, but let's have some DNA. Let's have some plasma or, or whatever. Let's let's have this and let's study how their body was made because none of these things got them. I mean, I, I think that it might even lead to some medical breakthrough. Yeah, well, I, I think we do to some degree with some of these folks, but uh, you really do. You need to look at it and see what kind of antibodies he's got in there and, and see how, you know, maybe they can draw some conclusions. Why why didn't he get Alzheimer's? Why didn't he have heart disease? Uh, why, why didn't he get cancer? I mean, there's a lot of things you could learn. Right. I mean, uh, the, really, if you look at what he's accomplished, certainly it's a big deal to survive World War II, mm-hmm. but – you know, a lot of people pulled that off. These other things he survived might be even more intriguing. Yeah, but, maybe. Uh, yeah, so, all said and done. Yeah. Uh, all right. To the phones we go. Marie is in the great state of Georgia. Marie, thank you for your patience. You're on with the Rick and Bubba show. Marie. Hi. Hey, Marie. I got hey. so caught up in listening to the carpenter carpenter bee thing. I almost forgot what I was calling. That's a well. Mm-hmm. I know how intriguing that must have been. Go, go right ahead. <laughs> I, I hung a bag out by the barn to see if it works, and I didn't think about the cold weather. Yeah. Um, anyway, the phone, I'm not saying I can fix this problem, but I'm just, I can relate. If he got an update, the last update I got messed me up. I could not even answer my phone. These updates. I had to go to the store. These updates. And get them to tell me. 
yeah. how to answer my phone. Greg, did you just have a recent update? I don't remember. I had one. It doesn't seem like it was that recent, but then again, but I, I, I do when they come through, I do do the update yeah. and, and you're right. Every time you do it, you just got to look and see what's not working when it comes back on. I know. Can't, I don't know. I mean, hey, you can't even have a, you can't even be in a, you know, conference group thing. <laughs> uh, Luke, by the way, did y'all hear what, what Gary did yesterday by accident? Speaking of phones. Yeah. Can we talk about no, that? No, we can't. Okay. Yes, I did. Can we talk about it? I, I don't think we can. Hey, I'd rather y'all just talk about that in the break. Okay. Okay. Yeah, probably so. It's going to own Bubba because he's a huge fan of this kind yes, of stuff. Yeah. And it's yeah. happened to him, Bubba. Yeah. It's happened to Bubba. Yeah, it has. Uh, Luke, welcome to the Rick and Bubba show. Luke, go ahead. What's Luke. going on, guys? Uh, we're good, hey. man. Hey, uh, I was just calling about the bees there. Uh, just the old trick we have around chicken houses. But to prevent them from buzzing and uh, trying to drill in wood, any permethrin product, I prefer high-yield 38 that you can get at a feed store uh, and spray it on the rafters or whatever will prevent them carpenter bees. Hey, call uh, me. We got bees. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Uh, okay. Yeah. I, guys, my traps are working. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, the, right. yeah and and I, if it gets to where we don't see any relief, but I, I think right now I kind of like there's a block of wood with a mason jar on it <laughs> versus spraying stuff and, and making bags and hanging them everywhere just right now. Now, it may turn out <laughs> yeah. that, that, that that's not enough that I can't make a dent in it, and then we'll get a little more. Mm-hmm. Well, let, let's admit it. A block of wood with a mason jar hanging down, it's not the prettiest thing out there, no. but it, it beats a lot of other things. It, it, yeah. How about this? It beats a trash bag hanging sure. there. It be, it, yeah, it beats holes all in your wood it like does. somebody shot it up. And it, and it may be their numbers are so big because, I, look, y'all heard me say, I'm not saying that the block of wood and the mason jars wiped out the population of carpenter bees because we did have a temperature drop. Mm-hmm. I'm just telling you I had jars full of bees and I didn't have any yesterday. But again, we'll see what happens when it warms back up. And That's you say I'm... they're so bad, you park the truck and they're flying all around. Oh, they're everywhere. When I was climbing up the ladder to hang the block of wood in the mason jars, they were all over my face, all around my head. You know, they're not as apt to sting as some of the others. Now, they will sting. Yeah. Now, if they had been wasps, I would have webs all over my face. Yeah. Because they were all around my head. I mean, just, I mean, I mean just big old black. Right before you dropped the hammer on your head. <laughs> right before I, yeah. The bees were the least of my concern. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Proving daily that common sense is a superpower. American heroes, Rick and Bubba. And run now, brother, cause you ain't got a lot of time. Don't you act surprised when it all goes to hell on your dime. Six minutes past the hour. Maybe you can stand tall enough to look the devil. Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, Stretch Armstrong, all here. Team Rick and Bubba at various locations moving forward. Bringing you the good, the bad, the ugly as we work our way through pandemic 2020. A historic moment in world history. And uh, we will all hopefully survive to tell our grandchildren about it. And hopefully they'll never experience uh, what we're going through because we'll learn everything we need to learn during this process. Welcome back uh, the Pride of Cedar Springs, Alabama. Ladies and gentlemen, there's Mr. Bill Bubba Bussy. Bubba, how are you? 
Rick, glad to be here, honored and privileged, and welcome to the pandemic of edition of the Rick and Bubba Show. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, we're split up. We got people in various locations. Um, so let's. We've been talking a lot about this historic moment, and no one, you know, we, we don't know how to be appropriate. I mean that that ship sailed so long ago. Um, the some of the common decencies that at one time, as as Americans as, and as people, we understood. But I want to go deeper in this today with Adam Schiff. Um, last night, you know, I, I didn't know this was going on uh, until uh, last evening when my wife just kind of went by and she goes, "What?" We were sitting there and we were talking. And she goes, "Well, by the way, what is what is up with Adam Schiff?" Mm. And I was like, "We talking?" About? She goes, "What is his what is his deal with with Trump?" It's like he can't he can't let it go. And even in this, you would think everybody right now would say, "Guys." Let's all work together. Let's see if we can be sure that we can get to the end of this with the least amount of uh, least amount of of death mm-hmm. of of people, which is priority one, and then priority two, which is kind of almost a one a death of our economy, because that will also be uh, suffering for the people as well. And let's let's push to try to get to the end of this in the best shape we possibly can. Period. Right. And we all need to work together to do that. You would think that there's no one that would say, I tell you what, I'm coming out and I'm, I'm going to start being critical and I want to investigate the president again. Uh, and here, here, here comes Mighty Schiff again. What is he doing? You know, Adam Schiff has got, uh, I don't know what the burr is up under his saddle, Rick, but he's got his A kicked about three or four times already. Yeah. You'd think he, in just shame, he would shut down. But of course, he came out yesterday and he said, you know, we, we have usually have blue panel commissions uh, that look into things so that we can find out what we did wrong and do better. We had it after this, after Pearl Harbor. You know, we had it after 9-11. And we need to have one to study this uh, coronavirus pandemic. And you think, well, yeah, you know, we'll probably review all that. And then he goes on and starts interviewing. And he says in one interview, he said uh, that they need a 9-11 style commission to scrutinize the Trump's administration's slow, unprepared response to fighting the coronavirus. So he's already decided that it's uh, that Trump is guilty again. I mean, I don't see how you can have anybody. What if the police investigated everybody mm-hmm. and they already said you were guilty? I mean, people would lose their mind. And yep, and yep. like I say, Adam Schiff is is at least huh. 0-3 against the president, okay? He, 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 he looked like a total moron on the Russian interference, on the Ukrainian call, on the cover-up with the visa, uh, 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 the visa warrants that, uh, yep. FISA warrants, FISA, I should yeah, say, yeah. That, the, uh, that they were getting to spy on Trump. He lost impeachment. Look, everybody knew he was going to lose impeachment. Everybody knew. President Trump's approval rating went up. Congress went down every time. He is a total loser in everything he's tried to do politically against Trump. And here he goes again. Okay. And then he comes out and says yesterday too, in another interview that the Trump administration needs to just stop making excuses. They just need to stop making excuses for the way they have failed in this response. And I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. Schiff, if you really believe that you're, you're a bigger moron than I already think you are, because look, this is not the time for this, man. We got people dying. We're expecting to to hit, uh, you know, some real high water marks here in the next two weeks. This is the time we need to be working together. You'll have plenty of time that you can talk about how bad Trump was. Look, here's the problem: most of these guys that like 
their time on TV, they're a non-factor right now. They're at home. They can't get on TV. Nobody's coming to cover them. You know, they're begging some liberal show to put them on Skype so they can get on there and get a word in edgewise. You know, does this guy ever work for the constituents in his district ever? Yeah. I mean, all he ever does, he's on a Trump headhunting mission constantly. And I'm embarrassed for him. Well, th- let's let's unpack that. Yesterday, and this is one thing we need to remember. And I'm look, I'm all about being critical of every president. I, I'm 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 not going to be insert twist on anybody. Uh, but you know, I'm also not going to be a person that says that this president does everything wrong and there's nothing they can do right ever for me before I've right. even. That's how about this? Before I've even heard what it is, yeah. you know. Yeah. But yeah. but anyway, let's go back to this. So. They were showing clips yesterday because they can't get anybody, the the Adam Schiff's of the world, to answer a very straightforward question. Do you believe that President Trump, when he did the travel ban from China and then ultimately started doing travel bans to shut down our borders, do you think that was the right thing to do and did it save lives and may play one of the biggest roles of of us not getting to the the worst-case scenario of 2.2 million people dying? Do you think that played a major role, yes or no? They won't answer that question, by the way. No, they won't. They won't answer Because the answer is yes, it did, and it was a good call. And these idiots were on – they are documented on video, Rick, saying that he shouldn't have done it, that he was a xenophobe. And that was my next point, and you're right. I'm glad you made it. But then let's go another point. They also showed videos yesterday of Governor Cuomo Mm. and of leaders in New York – saying this will not be a big deal for New York. Downplaying, 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 because they didn't want people to, to, to overreact and all of this. So, yeah, there were a lot of people, and I don't fault those people for saying that because they didn't know what President Trump didn't know, and they didn't know what any of us didn't know at the time. So once we realize the severity of it, then you should judge Governor Cuomo on what he did once he did understand that this was a major ordeal. At one time, he didn't think it was either. So the real question is, has everybody in their leadership roles done the job that they're, they're, they are assigned to do well once we realize the severity of it and the, and the stopping of the travel from China was a huge move? Everything pre to that, I don't have a problem with you critiquing the president as long as you critique everybody else who had the same attitude pre as well. You know, yeah, it, that, it, it listen, had, they were mad about that. Then they were mad when he stopped European travel. Remember, he didn't even he didn't even talk to the European leaders before he did it. He just slapped it on them. And then right. the next two days, he did uh, he stopped Britain and Ireland too that had been omitted from that one. Mm-hmm. It's just ridiculous. I mean, I, they they treat us like we are blooming idiots. You know. So and, now- and that is so crazy. And look, I'll say this too. You can go back and look. Blasio, who I'm no fan of, he was on Twitter saying, hey, New Yorkers, go out, enjoy yourself. That's this right. is not important. Exactly. This is not going to be an issue. 100% but, correct. You know what? Because he was trying to promote commerce uh, among people that were scared. So was Trump. So was Cuomo. Listen, there is nobody to blame for a 100-year pandemic except everybody who was in a president and in Congress before. Okay. We can blame Obama. We can name, we can blame Bush. We can blame uh, Clinton. We can uh, blame Reagan. We can blame everybody. Nobody was prepared for this because it, you cannot financially be prepared. It doesn't make sense. No, not something that happens every 100 years. No. Uh, and, And, and so, and even going forward, 
I know everybody's going to say we need to do this, we need to do that, we need to do this, and certainly we can, but the odds are you won't see anything like this uh, in the foreseeable future. Who knows when? So that, that'll be it. Well, but but, that's, but that's for another day. That's not the conversation yeah, for right yeah, now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Look, emergency management, that's their job. Right. They have a pandemic, well, really, I think more of an epidemic-type response that has been overrun by a pandemic. But let's face it, in our lifetime, the things they've had to deal with is what? Hurricanes, mm-hmm. few earthquakes, tornadoes. They haven't had to deal with big-time epidemics turn into pandemics. Uh, you, you, you can't, as we said the other day, you, you can't buy enough warehouses to store enough ventilators of what you would need for this kind of thing. Yeah. All right, we come back. I want to ask the deeper question about Adam Schiff. I want to get specific on this. We've established. I mean, what, did we've Trump esta- pee on his bush or what? What happened? I'm sorry. What'd you say? I said, did Trump pee on his bush? Oh, out okay. His yard yeah, or what? yeah, right. Yeah, well, well, really well, well yeah, unfortunately, we had a little clip there. And we, and all we, <laughs> <laughs> Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Twenty-one minutes now past the hour. Rick and Bubba show. We're back. Eight six six. We be big is our number. So we were just talking about you know Adam Schiff who has a a Trump burr under his saddle and has for some reason decided to show his face again. Uh, I'm kind of like what Bubba said a minute ago. You know I understand. I guess want to be on TV and and want to be a pseudo political celebrity, but I don't think I'd want to be known as always losing. Uh, and, and every time I bring up some sort of accusation, I'm made to look foolish and the person that I'm accusing, uh, is exonerated. Is that really what you want to be known for? I mean, uh, an O and five, uh, but, but anyway, so now let's get to it because there's something going on with Adam Schiff and the president. And, and I think it may have nothing to do with him being president. We, we need to find some, because I remember the, some of these incidents, incidents, uh, over the, over our, our history. And Bubba, you may recall that you and I picked up one time that somebody was kind of giving you the cold shoulder shoulder and didn't seem to care for you. And we couldn't figure out why. And we discovered that there was a, a case of mistaken identity. He right. he thought you right. were the guy at the fuzzy duck that was flirting with his mama. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Right. Sadly, but that's that, true. That, that, it, and it wasn't you. Let me be clear. Bubba had no. Won. It wasn't. Right. You. Right. That's, no. that's what's even funnier. About it. And and then I had a guy. I mean, here in recent times, recent times, <laughs> came up to me after uh, an uh, an event and said that he was glad that on this particular evening, which I I didn't know about that he was thankful to start being moved past something with me, and I, I didn't know what he was talking about. And undoubtedly, he said in 2001. Oh, wow. 19 years ago, by the way. In 2001, he had called the show and that I was mean to him. Uh, so so he had held that. Well, a lot, of pe- a lot of people in that category. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, so he had held that for 19 <laughs> years against me. So, oh, wow. so, so I guess, uh, but we were able to work through it, so okay. it was good. But what I'm saying is what I mean is sometimes somebody's acting a certain way and there's something at the at the root of it. See, I don't believe that Adam Schiff just randomly thinks that Donald Trump is so bad for our country that he must be heroic and save our country from Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's just enough. If he did this one time, maybe I would think, oh, it's just political. He, yeah. He's trying to help his party out, and he wants to take out this person who's in the opposing party. But it keeps going. And the fact that you keep the minute one is over, you immediately go to find the next one. Mm -hmm. Something we're going to find out that Donald Trump 
Adam Schiff, you know, maybe had his eyes on some lady, uh, and Donald Trump started dating her and stole her from him, or, or there, there's something, you know, I, I don't know. As you said, you know, going to the break, unfortunately there was an unfortunate glitch there, but you know, did did he do something to the plants at Adam Schiff's house? Did he? Yeah. Did he? Did he kill his trees or, or his his landscaping? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I was trying to say it in a nicer way. But yeah. there, there is an old saying about, you know, did, who peed on your bush? You know? Right. Well, mm-hmm. you know, and that's interesting. That, that phrase not as popular as we'd hoped. No. But but yeah, that but but you're right. But but the but I have to don't you agree? There's something personal here and, and is it some something back in Donald Trump's private life that, that Adam Schiff he did something to Adam Schiff or Adam Schiff to, you know, and, and it might be real, or he may think that Donald Trump flirted with his mom at the Fuzzy Duck. Right. And only to discover it really wasn't well, Donald Trump. <laughs> if you watch the impeachment hearings when he went over and he was, uh, uh, you know, a prosecutor in it, uh, look, he likes to hear himself talk. He thinks he's mm-hmm. sharp, and uh, that'd be him and a few others. That's about it. I think he's from California. You know, he thinks he's smart. He's a lawyer. He's articulate, he thinks. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he wants to be the guy who brought Trump down, and he thinks that's going to get him really a lot of brownie points in the Democratic Party. And I don't know, maybe he has aspirations to be president. He'll never be president with those eyes, I'll tell you that, no. because everybody knows he looks crazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was about to say, when we look to our presidents, you know, the last thing you want is for Adam Schiff to be sitting there as you're being attacked by some foreign you know, say we have, God forbid, another 9-11, mm-hmm. and you look for comfort and you look in them eyes are, are, are as crazy as they could possibly be staring you know, staring at you over the presidential seal. I don't think I want to see that. No. Yeah. no Let me ask no. you a question. Do you think it's as simple as this? You know how the celebrities have this derangement syndrome, this Trump derangement syndrome? Do you think he's just the political version of that where he's so – it's just he's lost his mind that Trump is leading the country and he can't stand it. And so he's trying everything he can – to get him out of office, and he and it's it's made him lose his mind. It doesn't even look like he was really right to begin with, but now he's just crazy. He does have that that his attitude is the attitude of Hillary Clinton and Al Gore when they almost won. Yeah, uh, they thought they had the presidency wrapped up, and you know mm-hmm. it made them crazy, yeah. crazier. Right uh, in Hillary's case, but um, I don't know. If, I I tend to think there's something personal in here. Something else. I, th- I think that's well. Even with all that said, I mean, if you go and you keep getting your A kicked, I mean, what, what, I mean, uh, no matter how good the calls, I mean, if, at what point do you go, well, heck, man, I'm getting my A kicked every time I'm done with it? Well, right. that, that goes back to what Speedy's talking about. He's going one route, I'm going another route, and they both could be related. But you're right. See, you would have to be normal and be, be right. and be thinking clearly. Yeah. Because you would obviously see I'm making a fool of myself. Correct. And when you can't see that, it means you're deranged. Yeah. Now we don't know why he's deranged. It could just. Well, there's be- a, there's a lot of people under uh, deranged if you if you look at it that way. Nancy Pelosi would fall in there. Yeah. Oh yeah. And same I, eyes. Yeah, and I've noticed that she's got the same talking <laughs> yeah. points because it's obvious that they've gotten together on this, and the Dems have basically said, okay, look. <sighs> I know, I know, we don't want this, but his his approval rating is going up. Uh, it, it's we've got to go with something. Let's go with the he wasn't prepared line. Let's go with that. A lot of times that works. Let's stick with that and just claim he wasn't prepared for this, and let's just roll with it. You know, and I think that's what they're sticking on, which is sad. We see we all ought to be working together during a time like this, but they can't help it because back to that 
derangement, they can't see him succeed, which really he even said the other day, I, I'm not in this for popularity. I'm just wanting to save lives. Yeah, I mean, and look, there's going to be time to be critical, and there may be things that we should be critical of yeah, President Trump right. about this at the end of it all. Sure. No matter what. Well, there's one thing to be critical. There's one thing to try to say mistakes were made, yeah. we need to fix it, cleaned up. They're on this impeachment hunt, and, the, you know, they were already making plans to impeach him again. I mean, before this. But time and, and place. No, like they just got, they yeah. just wait for whatever the, oh, there it is. We got him now. Can there I, it is. Yeah, can, can I tell you another bad side of that? Honestly. Our, our, in, Adam, in Adam's case, it's. You would, yeah, oh, yeah, but you're right. Those you eyes. You with no ears yeah. is really good. But, but I, I want to say this, though, to this point. You know, we. we <laughs> wow. Wow, Bubba. I want to say this. We have people still in our country that still think, still think, now, Greg left that camp, you know, when Joe Diffie died. Yeah. They still think that this thing is over-exaggerated and not as severe as they're making it out to be. Can I tell you, if I've got that mindset and I'm still in it, you know one of the things I'd point to? Adam Schiff. I would go, well, undoubtedly, it's not that big a deal. They're sitting here still trying to play political games in the middle of it. And if it was severe, severe as, uh, you know, CNN keeps telling me, they wouldn't be doing that. They'd all be working together. Yeah. I mean, I think it'd be one of the things that makes people not take it as serious. Well, you know, when it comes to pandemic, yeah. uh, it, it's a lot like we've always talked about when tornado warnings come out. There is a potential that you could be hurt real bad and have your house blown away and all of that, and they warn us about it. Well, thank goodness that doesn't happen every single time. Yeah, exactly. And uh, and this has got the same range, exactly, bottom of the hour. But it doesn't mean it's not real serious. Yeah. And no matter how it affects an individual, we'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba show. Thank you for being with us. Eight six six. We be big is our toll-free number, and we're phone trolling now. Seven lines are available. Three are engaged, and if you would like to reach us, you can at eight six six. We be big. Uh, we'll line you up. We'll take a look at what you have to talk about. We'll go thirty seconds a pop, and we'll roll through the largest number of people in the shortest amount of time. Stretch Armstrong will be handling those duties for you while you're coming in. And if you dial now, you'll make it. Uh, Car Shield uh, teaming up with the Rick and Bubba Show. Uh, you do know that once your automobile hits that 5,000-mile mark, usually that's the end of the manufacturer's warranty. And now everything that goes wrong with that automobile will be your responsibility. Uh, but you could con- continue to get your car some protection with Car Shield and pick one of their protection plans. What it does is it actually now will will take your automobile and it will protect it. And if it's a covered repair, uh, they will deal directly with the mechanic or the dealership that you have selected. It's your choice. Then they deal with them directly, uh, and they take care of the problem, and then they pay them directly. And while your automobile is being repaired, they don't charge you anything for the rental car that you are given. And you'll always have roadside assistance uh, under their protection plans 24-7. So if you'd like to find out more about how your car could be protected by CarShield, go to carshield.com. You know, we're all trying to make these automobiles last longer and and because they've actually, you know, really advanced in their quality, they normally can, but mm, those old manufacturer warranties, they don't last very long at all. So uh, put your automobile under the CarShield. Call 1-800-CAR-6000. Mention the code Bubba. You'll get 10% off the protection plan that you pick, or you can go to carshield.com and use the promo code Bubba there. Also, save 10%. All right, so let's uh, let's begin. Uh, let's start with Sammy 
out of Dothan, Alabama, listening to News Talk 103.9. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Oh, oh I forgot. Okay. I'm sorry. I, I didn't I, have Bubba up. I'm sorry. I thought you were up. Keep them phones a trolling. Bubba, you'll be glad to know that, that your in-studio mic was wide open. <laughs> All right, so, uh, so to the phones we go. Uh, Sammy, what's on your mind? you got 30 seconds, buddy. My guys, Green Acres, fellas. Thanks, buddy. I just want to tell you, Walmart's going crazy down here in Dothan, Alabama. They got us going six feet apart, and uh old man decided he's about to whoop up on somebody. He tried to, we were waiting in line to get in there, making us go six feet apart, and uh he uh, decided to tell everybody this isn't serious, and uh, he doesn't know anybody with the virus, and uh, he just don't know. He just don't know what's going on. And the old man turned around. He said, "Listen here." Basically, showed up in the nicest words I could say. He said, "And there's thousands that have died." So, so no yeah, argument in line. Well, look, look, they're putting six feet of distance between everybody at Walmart. Somebody took issue with it, and somebody had to give them a little. Hey, let me give you a little dose of reality here, there, buddy. Yeah. Uh, we continue. Uh, let's go to. Uh, Amy out of Boaz, Alabama. Amy, 30 seconds. Go ahead. All right. Green Acres, home health care worker. Thank you for the job you're doing. Thank you. I'm actually a lifetime listener. used to hang out with you guys at Q104 years and years and years ago. Um, But anyway, the bumblebees. You do have a regular bumblebee that will sting. The male has a white face. It will not sting you. However, the female will sting you. Uh-oh. And also... Alert, no, alert. No, no, you're that right. So I, true in life. It, it is. is. <laughs> I saw somebody on hold earlier, and I went to... to I just went ahead and told, uh, you know, Stretch to tell them they were on hold trying to say that carpenter bees, not bumblebees, a bumblebee and a carpenter bee is not the same thing. Uh, the, the carpenter bees won't sting you, and that is not correct. The male will not sting you. Uh, but the female will, and the male is more aggressive because he's trying to protect the nest, mm. but the female is the one that will sting you, which is why they tell you on the traps, when you're dumping them out, if there's movement in there, don't fall into the trap of they can't sting you. The females actually can. And as you said, Bubba, perfectly, doesn't that speak to life? <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, what, how, how lifelike is that? It is. <laughs> to Lynn and Wetumpka. Lynn, uh, 30 seconds, go ahead. Good morning. How are y'all? Good. Uh, I just want to say something about Adam Schiff. I, if I was his wife, I would slap the Schiff out of him every day. Come home from work. <laughs> does, okay. does Adam Schiff has a have a wife? Well, I probably love not. It. Is he is he married? I, I don't know. I don't know, I don't know if he's married. I wouldn't now. doubt it. Uh, well, you know, well, I tell you, yeah, let me Google that. Yeah, I don't know, yeah. man. He's he's making a few points, Greg. Uh, <laughs> guys, I, you can't make it up. Her her name's actually Eve. Yeah, oh, Eve, I see her Eve now. Schiff. Yes. Yeah. I don't even know how. How can you even say Eve Schiff? You better be Adam careful. and Eve. Adam and Eve. Rick, come yeah. on. Adam and Eve. Wow. How about that? That that's out there. Well, well, good for them. Uh, let's go to Josh in Mississippi. Josh, thirty seconds. Woodsy. Go ahead. Hey, uh, I was going to say on Adam Schiff. Wouldn't it have? Uh, if he's going to criticize Trump, he's the chair of the Intelligence Committee. Shouldn't he have known what was going on and said, hey, guys, yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. this is going to be a serious deal? You know, But he was too concerned about the impeachment to, uh, to actually do his job. Amen. No, yeah, there's, there's and, a lot. And of- keep in mind, Trump is not going to admit it because he doesn't want to say he was distracted. But absolutely, the people there at the White House were, were distracted with impeachment because when did Trump get cleared? Do y'all remember the date on that? Wasn't it like February the 5th, mm-hmm. something like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, they should have been, the, the, absolutely, the, these shenanigans 
that they had had as much to do with this as anybody. Yeah, anybody. Wait, hey, hey, no ears. I did see Trump kind of fly by the fact that, that – and he did say something about being a little distracted with all that. He did, he did mention that. It's been about three or four days ago. John and Troy. Don, John, welcome to the program. 30 seconds. Go ahead. Okay, it's Don, but uh, this, this, this political stuff is like every cartoon I've ever watched growing up, and I kind of see Trump as foghorn, leghorn, and shit as the chicken hawk. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Even looks like him. Yeah. We continue, Tim, in the great state of Florida. Tim, go ahead. 30 seconds. How about it? Good morning. Um, I just wanted to tell you right quick, like, I have been on hydroxychloroquine for over uh, 15 years. Uh, 200 milligrams a day, um, twice a day for sarcoidosis for inflammation in my lungs. It does work. Um, yep. Sarcoidosis is the inflammation of the lymphatic system. Sure. So um, it does, you know, that, that does work. And with the vet that you're talking about, about them taking the, uh, using the plasma and stuff. Yeah, so and we keep hearing. I was hearing calling that. time out. Yeah. I was calling time out. Yeah, I, I couldn't see. I, I was. I thought you were supposed I, to I was, say time I look, out. I was looking at the phones. I'm sorry, John. Look, uh, it, yeah. You know, so is that guy? Can he go out walk around? Is he good? No, <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I don't think he should. But yeah, but but they you are saying too, people that, that you know have been taking it. The whole way this thing gets you, it's not the virus. It's your lungs. The way they uh, they over uh, compensate. It's kind of an autoimmune disease. In other words, mm-hmm. and what that malaria drug does is it takes the inflammation out of your lungs that your own body is generating trying to fight the virus. Well, to his point, they said, and we've already said it earlier, the people that have been on ventilators and they give them this drug, uh, almost all of them, it got them off the ventilator for that very reason, for what you just said. Hmm. Yep. Uh, we continue, 866-WE-BE-BIG. Uh, uh, we go to Arnold uh, out of California. Arnold, uh, 30 oh. seconds. Go ahead. Oh, no. Good morning, guys. Uh, I would just like to say that uh, I downloaded. Oh, hold on. Whiskey, get down. Get down. Don't do the curtains. Bad donkey. Bad donkey. <laughs> the, uh, the Trump game is absolutely incredible. They have the Trumpinator, and I absolutely love the game. You should play it. By the way, I'm going to buy both of their Rick and Baba characters. Thank you, Arnold. Uh, the curfew, Please, the more curfew of that. We need more of that. That's here in, Alabama, in California. <laughs> he's, got, he's got it, by yeah. the way. He has, he has got Please it. Please call Justice. tomorrow, sir. That was great. Yep. Uh, Most callers doing impressions are not good, but that guy, he's got it. Yeah. Yeah. Easy, guys. It's not over-encouraged. Yeah. Hey, uh, but the, the, the you, you sprinkle. All right, so uh, yeah, it, it's called Trump Justice, uh, and it is a, a new That's game. Better that you, some we got. No, I got you, but you know, just remember, less is always more. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, but the uh, it's called Trump Justice, and uh, you can download it, and it is free, and uh, it is a game where Trump fights all his enemies. And Rick and Bubba, yours truly, we are characters that you can buy for ninety nine cents a piece if you want us to fight them as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's funny, and look, Arnold likes it out of California. You know what? He sounded that was so good, though. I love that, Bubba. Let me tell you, I'm. You know what? I forgot how much I liked you until I saw this, and it reminded me how how well you were in the great Broadway classic hit West Side Story. (laughs) 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 Bubba's in front of a brick wall right now. Oh no! We continue. Uh, Let's go to. um, uh, Let's see. I tell you right there on two's got some. What do you think in there? Hey, how you like two? 
Okay, all right. Let's, let's, this, this has potential or it could be a disaster. You ready? <laughs> um, anonymous caller, go ahead. Yeah, guys, this is uh, Anonymous. I have rewritten a song based off of what we're dealing with in the market. I wanted to sing it for you guys. Okay, all right. Let's, let's hear it. All right. And it's a great day to make a buy. You know, the market's still down, and we all know why there's a coronavirus in the neighborhood. And if you're not buying, then I think you should. Okay. okay. All right. All right. Yes. Uh, Maybe Arnold will call back. <laughs> <laughs> what if he sang it? Oh, 15 minutes to the top of the hour. That was a really good Arnold. Uh, check our website, too, Rick and Bubba, spell out the word and.com. If you're wondering about the game Trump Justice, we talked about it in our first hour today. You can see that in show notes also there at Rick and Bubba, spell out the word and.com if you'd like to enjoy that. Uh, we'll be right back. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Oh, it brings me to my knees. We're back. Nine minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866 We Be Big is a number. Thanks for being with us. And uh, there are lines available. We may get the phone calls again uh, a little bit later in the program. Um, Bubba is uh, holding the latest economic numbers. And obviously, when an economy is completely shut down for all practical purposes, uh, then that's not going to be good because when economies are shut down and businesses are forced to close because their normal business uh, game plan uh, includes people gathering, uh, when all those businesses are shut down, you're going to have some some bad numbers, including unemployment. Yeah, Rick, we have a new jobless claim report out today. 6.6 million people have filed for unemployment, blowing away the old record of last week for of 3 million which blew away the previous record uh, back, I think, uh, to the, uh, when was that, uh, that we had the great, what they call the Great Recession, uh, by threefold. So, but honestly, uh, I figured last week's numbers would be six million, and they weren't, and I thought this week may be 10, but I'm sure we'll see that next week. Well, it does go back to what we said. Um, if you shut down this huge portion of the economy well then all the jobs tied to that are gone as well uh at least for the short time i know in a lot of businesses are the employees are making choices on do you want to collect unemployment or do you want us to keep paying your um you know your insurance and your you know all your benefits and you know it's all kinds of, of different ways and i saw something last night i thought was the most simplistic cool idea uh, and, and, you know, because sometimes some of the best ideas are just really simple. And and what it was to try to help out the restaurant uh, portion of our economy, which has been devastated by this, um, they, there's a, a charity that has come up with private citizens give money to the charity. The charity takes that money and goes and buys food from the restaurant and then takes the food and takes it to the medical teams who need to eat. And I thought, well, that's that's about as simple as, as it can be. So they're providing customers for the restaurant, and they're also so really what you're doing is you're donating to feed the medical teams. But they've 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 put the middle part in there that they actually go buy it from all these restaurants that are struggling with the money that you've donated. Mm. 
And uh, that was a good idea. I've also noticed some of the things that are happening here that are certainly bad, but they're almost like they they took what was going to happen anyway and just sped it up, and that was some of the retailers like Macy's and some mm-hmm. of these things. I, I saw um, uh, someone who was an economist talking about this, and they said, look, when it comes to things like these big department stores like Macy's, yes, this is happening. They are They are shutting down and they're cutting back. But this was going to happen anyway because because they all moving to online, uh, making that a much bigger part of what they do. So all this really has done in these situations, this was going to happen anyway. It's just happening happening quicker. Uh, It's really – this was already on its way to that. And so some of those things were going to happen anyway. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Uh, you know, if you're transitioning and you've you've been hit with this, you just you probably go ahead and just move to the new plan. Yeah, because they're saying this doesn't mean that Macy's the brand is not going to exist anymore. Uh, they were already changing the way they were doing things because uh, you know just the economy had changed. These gigantic department stores just weren't. It didn't really fit the current state of people's uh, consumption of product. And so they were all going to more of an online setup anyway mm-hmm. with only a few uh, locations. And and they said all this did was make that happen quicker. Yeah. Look, I love the convenience of online, but I, I hate that we're going to lose a lot of the department stores because, you know, there is something about going in there and actually seeing what you're wanting to get and mm-hmm. being able to get it right then if you want to. I mean, it's it's a social activity with a lot of people too. So I, I hate some of that, but I, I certainly understand why the, the online thing is just so ridiculously easy. Yeah, it goes back to almost this. This is something like just like we used to, and, and people find ways to do it. You know, I've I've always enjoyed you know some of these towns that have a little downtown area, and yeah. and it used mm-hmm. to be great for people to go down there. And here's the hardware store, and mm-hmm. here's this, and you walk down the the sidewalks, and you know there's the little street lamps and all that. And that's kind of there, there's definitely a nostalgia with that, but it's awful hard to keep those little places alive mm-hmm. unless you come up with a a different plan and some cities have been able to do it and, and others haven't. Yeah. Uh, but you know, times change and the way people want to consume products change and you have to adapt to it or you got to come up with some reason that we would still want to do it with your particular, um, you know, company, the old way. Uh, yeah. you know, what, what, what makes that better? I'm with you, Bubba. I think it's good for people just because it's good for us not to trap ourselves in our homes and click, click, click on our computer and, and never go out and socialize and interact anymore. Hmm. But I'm with you. I, I can bang my head against the wall all I want to. It's uh, it's certainly convenient. I, I don't particularly like buying clothes online because you yeah, don't you don't hard get, to do. You don't you it's don't get do. you don't get to try them on and then trying to return them. But they're working on that. They're making the return situation simpler. Uh, but you know because we laugh about that all the time in, in our uh, online store when it comes to apparel. And uh, the folks at JDA that run our online store, they will always laugh about how sometimes, uh, uh, you know, the the equal but not same other sex, other gender, mm-hmm. uh, that sometimes their assumption of their size is usually way off. And so there's a there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of uh, returns, and let's swap that out for another size. But <laughs> but the, the you know it's uh, so sometimes you know. It, when you you can, I, I laughed yesterday because I was talking with a friend of ours, and he was talking about that. He says one of the the hardest things to overcome for human beings, and we all would agree with this, is denial. We we all struggle with denial to different degrees. 
And he told this story, and I laughed my head off. He said, let me give you an example of this. He said, I was on the road, and I had packed my bags, and I was putting weight on. He goes, but I was in denial about it. He said, so I start getting out my, my clothes to change, to fly back home, and every pair of pants I would get out was too small for me. <laughs> and he said, and I said out loud in the hotel room, uh, let's say the name of his cleaning service was, you know, Bubba's Cleaners. He said, that, he said, that blankety-blank Bubba's cleaners, they've shrunk all my clothes, <laughs> you know, like that. And he said, so I go to the airport. He goes, it's really bothering me that none of my clothes are fitting. And they go, the thing where they put the luggage up to, to weigh it, mm-hmm. and he said, I jumped up on it, which really infuriated the guy because that's not what they're designed for, and it had me at 252. And he said, I looked at the guy, and I said, there's no way this is right. And he said, let me tell you this, you don't, you're not supposed to get up there. It is right, and let me just tell you, you're fat. Uh-uh. Yeah, because he said I kind of made him mad. So he said, <laughs> "He said, let me, let me, let me see if I can take you out of denial right now." That's right. You weigh two fifty two, and how about this? You're fat. <laughs> and, and, and so, so he said, he said, and he said, "You talk about a wake up call." Yeah. He, he said, he said, I, he said, and of course, as soon as I got off this and was walking the airplane, I was the hungriest I'd ever been in my entire life. Right. Sure. <laughs> sure. And he said, but you know what? I had is a bottle of water, and I sat there and pouted in, in yeah. my very uncomfortable plane seat. And I had to have somebody that finally gave me the wake-up call. It's not your cleaner. Mm-hmm. It's not this. So some of this stuff changing in the yeah. economy is just changing, and you got to adapt to it, or you can stay in denial and, yeah. and go out of business. Yeah. Top of the hour. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. You're listening to the Radio Revolution. Rick and Bubba. It is six minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba. Thanks for being with us. 866, we be big as our number. Your voice of reason in a world gone crazy. All right, as uh, we make our way back, Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, uh, Stretch Armstrong, all here. Some of us in studio. Some of us coming to you from various locations uh, in our homes. And we want to welcome back for a brand new hour from Radio Free Bubba uh, in the bunker, Bill Bubba Bus. Hey, Bubba. Rick, glad to be here. Thank all of you for joining us in this uh, unfortunately historic time that we find ourselves in. Yep, and it is. And uh, we're trying to technically keep it all together while always having people that are quarantined and staying in their home. Uh, I will tell you guys this, and I, I finally just got the point that I was not brave enough. Uh, I headed out today, and I looked down because I have made a couple of trips to the farm, which is about 30 minutes from my house and back, so an hour total. And I looked down and saw my gas tank approaching a need for fuel, and I thought to myself, for the love of all that's good and kind, that's the most dangerous thing we do. <laughs> and, uh, and, I, and I did not have the courage to do it on the way in, but at some point here in the next 24 hours or so, I will have to walk over to that, that COVID-19 pump and, and, and try to find a way and, and do all the things you have to do to, to fill up. It, that, that may be one of the most dangerous things we do right now is go over and touch that pump handle. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I'm scared to death of it. Really. Yeah, I know. Well, I, I just looked down. I said, "Well, I still got a quarter of a tank. I got another day." Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can give you some gloves, some latex gloves mm-hmm. to get you through that. I'll I have think. to wash my hands though, because you know my wife is extremely allergic. You will. You'll have uh, to scrub those to latex. Hands. Yeah. So we'll we'll do that. <laughs> but anyway, all right. So speaking of that, so we're all quarantined. We're doing the best we can. 
we're, we're working it all out. We're trying to, you know, keep everybody updated on the good, the bad, the ugly. But, you know, quarantine life, it is, uh, as, as one of our, our friends put it the other day, he gets up every day, looks at his electronic calendar and it says you have no events today you have nothing you have no you have no meetings you have no no anything and um so uh how is everybody faring now adler i know you have been quarantined uh in this way even longer than the rest of us uh because we sent you home a little early uh, to make sure you could be present for the birth of your first child uh but have you gotten to the point you obviously have a wife that is uh, getting really close to due date and you've got these dogs and, and what, what else are you doing? Guys, uh, what day is it? I don't even know anymore. Is it <laughs> May yet? My goodness. Yeah. yeah it's, uh, it, we're, 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 we're tiptoeing into April. <laughs> yeah. Um, I actually, I've been trying to keep busy. I know, um, Helms has got that sod project going on and I actually had a little home project as, uh, as well. On Sunday, I went to my parents' house. I stayed away, by the way. I didn't. I didn't get close to them. I'm talking to my parents across like the yard. It's, it's bizarre. My grandma even came out, and I'm talking to her. Her from we're doing we're doing air hugs and stuff like that, you know. <laughs> but um, I went on Sunday to my parents' house, and they had a stack of bricks that's about as big as. I don't know, almost, as big as like a small car. They had a they had a stack of bricks, and my dad was like, "Man, if you want some bricks, you can have some bricks." So on Sunday, I went out to their house, and I loaded up my SUV, you guys, with probably, I mean, if I had to do rough numbers, just like five hundred bricks. What five hundred? Yes, y'all, and this was just like four at a time. I'm just grabbing a stack of four at a time. That's and this pile had been out there for a while, y'all. The pile had been – I seriously flipped over. The first brick I flipped over, there was a scorpion. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, wow. Hey, buddy. This is this is going in my in the back of my SUV right now. That's great. What do you think? about flying with us? Uh, I was looking for um, – Greg, I thought of you. I saw a couple asps. <laughs> <laughs> so that was uh, – I, I, but I'm very serious. I saw a couple of those – and you guys know how like they get in that weird like cocoon pod or whatever, and they'll mm-hmm. like be up against a brick or whatever. I saw a whole lot of those just dried up. So hopefully, hopefully that means those were dead because I don't want any asps in my car. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm giving Greg a ride in my car one time, and then that's it. I want to keep it at that. No, I got <laughs> so what do you do? Uh, yeah. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I was just looking yes, for- yes. There it is. That's what I made, guys. It's this is my first time doing anything like this. And so Sunday, I loaded up the Looks bricks like. and unloaded the bricks. Yeah, wow. I know. It, it sucks, Greg. All right? I, I know that it, it sucks. Just, he yeah, can't I even see it, Adler. Adler. <laughs> yeah, Greg, you are an ass. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even see it. I'll, I'll put it back up. I'll take a picture and text it to him. Sadly, we have to do I that. Have no turn where that'll end up. Mm-hmm. Well, Greg, what all the techie people are doing is they've got, they've got the YouTube live stream going on in the yeah. background so that in like 10 seconds you see what's going on. That's what, that's what the so, people Adler, that have you, iPhones are doing. Did you lay all that yourself? <laughs> I did. So I got all the brick uh, from my house, unloaded it at my house, and then I got a Maddox. Y'all, the Maddox work, that was eight hours just in itself just to take, just to dig the trench. And uh, y'all, there's tree roots there. So the point of this is this path is going to go in between those two trees. It stops at the trees. And then that gate, I'm going to put a gate in between those two trees Mm -hmm. because 
I've got a kid on the way, as you guys know. And with dogs, if they just run around and poop everywhere in the yard, you're those people that when people come over, they can't play in the yard. Or if they do play in the yard, they look at their shoes and they're walking around with yeah. the whole mud pile yeah. on their yeah. feet. Uh, uh, yeah. Minefield. Hey, mm. send it to you, Greg. Thank you, buddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Greg. There you go, bud. Thank you, Speedy. I really appreciate you, buddy. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's my plan is to sequester off, I guess, about maybe 20% co- the back corner of my backyard with uh, a small fence and a gate so that the dogs, hopefully we can get them to go there. That's where they hang out to do their business. And then our yard yard is an actual place where like children and humans and adults can walk and be okay. <laughs> yeah. That, that a bit of that frustration was directed correct directly at Franklin. Yeah. Every bit of it. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Did yeah. you yeah. hire out the slow class to do this for you? Greg, I mean, Greg, you get a good deal. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all, this is so hard. The leveling part took me like eight hours and I still couldn't get it level. I would level it down and then what realize one other part and then, Oh, that's a tree root. I'm going to have to dig that up. And then that messes up my whole leveling system. And my dad is texting me. He's like, you know, you need to crown the middle of the pathway so that the water runs off yeah. the sides. And I'm like, oh, wait, I got to crown the middle. What, what are you talking about? No, you're, you're <laughs> and, uh, Your dad so lives for I, I this kind of I did what I could, guys. Yeah. I did what I could. All right. So, Adler, I, I'm still back at how long it took just to load and unload the bricks. Yeah. I mean, my yeah. goodness. I mean, it was I mean, it was a one man job and I have. um I have I've got a bad back, y'all. I, so I had to keep it like at four oh, yeah. bricks at a time, just in the back of my forerunner. Oh goodness, great! Now, Adler, that's a much longer path than I thought that 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 we would see. I thought we'd see just a, a like just a real small one, a short one. That that is a that that's the length of the 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 backyard. I mean, it goes deep yeah. into the backyard. Hey, it, it's Adler. I hate to tell you this. Greg's texted me, and you know what he said. Well, I got the picture of him throwing the bricks out to get ready. When's he going to start on the project? Mm. <laughs> mm. Mm. Yeah, my pile of bricks. So, so you're making a brick trail for the dogs to go down to take a dump? That <laughs> that's a, it's the poop shoot, Greg. That's what, if you want to call it that, that's follow fine. that trail? I mean, <laughs> right? Well, the, the plan is that we walk them past. We walk them into, and then they, we make them, because this is going to be Uh-oh. fenced off, this whole area. There's going to be a fence in between, or there's going to be a gate in between the trees, and then the whole area, that whole back corner will be fenced off. Um, this was about a 15-foot path, you guys, and I'm loading up my truck with all these bricks on Sunday, and I'm like, you know what? I better get a few more bricks just in case. Let me get, Let me do another layer of bricks on top of here. I'm so glad I did that because y'all, I had eight bricks left over. Oh wow! Oh, well, you, well, you you cut that close. You cut that close. Right, well, I, I found out. Uh, I found out that I suck at laying bricks. It's, you know what, that buddy? Was my first time to do it. You know what? You're just trying to kill time so you don't go crazy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Some you, of it was crooked, but I didn't want to say. Yeah. And you convinced yourself that you needed that. You really just needed it therapeutically. Right. Did I just say therapeutically? <laughs> you did. You did. came out you right, did. too. Wow. You did it right, yeah. All right, we'll come back. Uh, we've got Helmsy with a new setup Bubba, next. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Oh, 21 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Updating with the guys right now. The ones that are on location about their setups and their quarantine. And and uh, Adler just uh, told us about a job that he had uh, laying brick. 
uh, and this, uh, you know, in, for a path there. Uh, and then I know Helms, uh, we started out trying to figure out how we were going to do all this and, uh, and be the least disruptive as we could be uh, in the, the very homes that everybody is coming from. And I know that, Helms, you've had to kind of adjust on the fly. And today, uh, as Bubba mentioned, the late Don Amos was famously known for doing many TV shots from his ranch. Uh, and, uh, and, and we looked in the room you're in today and you've moved from kind of, a, um, a living area into kind of a, you know, wood paneling kind of, um, uh, almost like a cabin look inside your son's room. Yeah. I, I don't know what this is called and it's only on one wall in the house. And I, I don't know if it's shiplap or what's going on, but, uh, it looks nice. And I thought, uh, the reason I didn't start off down here is our Wi-Fi downstairs is not the greatest. So yesterday I ordered a um, Wi-Fi extender a couple of days ago. Wi-Fi extender, mm-hmm. got that in, and I and I think I've got it up and working. And so now the internet works better down here. And since I have, I had an office as we talked about last week. Right. My son turned into an Xbox room. Yes, he did. Yep. So he never sleeps in his bedroom anymore. He either sleeps upstairs or in the Xbox room. So I just said, you know what? I'll just turn his uh, bedroom into a studio. Now, I will tell you, I think it looks decent. The microphone, y'all say, sounds a little better than just using the one off the computer. Um, I, and I was being unreasonable with some of the things I was asking of the family, uh, <laughs> When I was in, I mean, I mean, I wasn't a rump about it, but I, I was, uh, it's all about presentation. Y'all know that, but I, I, I can only ask so much before you get frustrated, but they have a life too. Amanda has to get up and go to work and the kids have got to eat breakfast. And so I really was, you know, I was literally asking them to walk on eggshells and it Who just got on you about it. Well, uh, Caroline hadn't said anything, but she's been rolling her eyes. She's the one that really I go to a lot. She's been rolling her eyes when I say stuff. And like, really, Dad, do you expect us to do that? And and, yeah. and Amanda, Amanda has she doesn't like this. She doesn't like the cameras. She doesn't like the microphones. And so for her to have to walk in a room and be seen in the background, she was not digging that at all. She was having to change her routes in the house and Anyway, it's uh, this is a much better setup for me. I don't know if it is for y'all. Um, Could I make one adjustment? Would you mind taking an idea? Too. Would you mind taking that nail that has Braden's room on it? Maybe hang a picture of, of Rick and Bubba right there. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I would say that I, I like I'm that. open for suggestions on what to go on the wall because here's what's going to happen next. Y'all don't realize what's in front of me. Y'all probably think it's just some nice desk or whatever. I am more uncomfortable right now than I've been in any. <laughs> these deals i've got three stools one has um a thomas kincaid bible uh, the the thick c.s lewis book and systematic theology holding the um and if anybody ever knows about knows about wayne gruden that book's thick it's holding the microphone up and then i've got something that some case that amanda has that's holding the computer up and then i've got another stool where i've got one of the kids laptops i'm working off in front of me I, this room has no windows in it. So the lighting situation is not really good. I have one, two, three, four, five lamps <laughs> surrounding me. Oh, that's it so good. It looks ridiculous. Um, but it seems to be working. I got and, five too. <laughs> I got five too. Yeah. 
And then I've got Braden's TV is nice and set up. So like Adler was talking about a minute ago, I can watch the show or whatever I want to watch, have it on in the background. I, I love this room, but I'm going to have to make some, like I need to get a desk in here and a nice comfortable chair. I'm sitting on a kitchen table chair and it's killing me. Um, <laughs> but, but so I hope I may not look uncomfortable, but I am struggling right now. Okay. Now you're saying that I need a picture of that. Text it to me. Yeah. You, you were saying that you weren't being a rump to your family. You don't think. No, I don't think I was. Now Amanda <laughs> may say that a different call there. I don't know. Did you hear? Uh, I would, I will say this. I was giving it my best shot not to be. Right. I may still have been in their eyes. Did you <laughs> Did you hear the story I told about the guy at Way 252? I did. Okay. I did. That really hit home with me. <laughs> yeah. It did. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. 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 Look, look perception is real. Yeah. A lot of times. Their perception is likely different than mine. But I love how you say you were trying your hardest not to be. I really was. I mean, I was giving it my good all. I mean, I, I was trying to have a good attitude about it. Sure. Yeah. You, you, you were doing the best you could in the situation you were thrown in. Heck, y'all, we, we're in a doggone pandemic. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I do have you one. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go you ahead. go. You go. Well, I, I want to know y'all's suggestions, but one thing I have found that I'm not doing enough of, and this is going to sound silly, is drinking water. Mm-hmm. Like Because when you're in the studio, we have all these cases of water running around. I feel like I'm dehydrated. I'm not just- <laughs> <laughs> you miss the comforts of old broadcast plaza and teleport, don't you? I really do. Well, I was, It's easy to go in there and grab that smart water every other break. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I'm talking about like with you guys. Plenty you- of food to eat. <laughs> yeah. There's certainly comfort about being at home, but comfort at home is not the comfort you need to do a show. Right. But Speedy and Stretch and me are much more comfortable than you guys are because we have access to the water cooler. We got access to all this stuff. Mm-hmm. We were set up. You guys right. are having to adjust at home from home comfort into some form of home comfort that also equals show comfort. And I think, Helmsy, for our look, you, you've got a good look there. Yeah. There's all kinds of things you can do with the wooden wall behind you. But the stuff we can't see is what you're going to have to fix today. That's probably priority number one. Yeah, I'll send y'all a picture of it so you can act, y'all can see what I'm talking about. But um, but yeah, any suggestions on what you'd like to see? <laughs> there you and go. We can change it at any point in time. Like I can change it throughout the day. Whatever. I, oh, I got to have a Rick and Bubba logo right there where it says Braden's right. Oh, yeah, right over Don't, your right uh, shoulder. Uh, let me ask you this: What what about if Hams just goes back over and gets in Mafta and uses that studio? You know what? You know what? I, f- I forgot all about that one. We ought to, we ought to park at where he's at or just have him come to it. Yeah, I don't think we're going to move it anytime soon. No. He can go get in it. Oh, let's face it, Bubba. There's months that go by. I forget we even have it. <laughs> well, we haven't had to use it. Now may be a good time. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Yeah. And it's got a logo on the wall, too, ready to go. And some nice chairs, by the way. Some of the nicest chairs you've ever sat in. You know what, Helms? He's right. The outside of it looks bad. It's kind of gone downhill. <laughs> But the inside is an immaculate studio, and and now that we're doing Wi-Fi, you don't need all the stuff that used to be in there. I know we took the guts out, but the the, the chairs and the setup would probably be fantastic if we could get that to where it could get Wi-Fi. That'd be awesome. But where is the generator at that was on it? I, 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 it, it should it, everything should still be in there. Guys, I have to work on cranking that, but uh, if you do that, you plug it in. You got AC. You're ready to go. You, you really, I rode by it the other day, and somebody's painted uh, a couple words on there for us. Yeah, yeah we we there. saw that, yeah, and, and I, I, uh, we had somebody say they would come wash that off. Bub said he was going to handle it, but oh, the uh, the uh, how about this? Can anybody even document? Can anybody even document that we even have it? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, 
Helmsy, when did you officially see it? Uh, last week. Okay, and I, I, I did a cut through two, two to three days ago and saw it. Yeah, yeah I, think I it was parked Monday. out there next to it about a month ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just glad the tire, the tires aren't flat. Really? I, well, they, yeah. you know, I mean, I, you know, how, over time, how they'll lose air. Yeah, I, I'm like, wow. So they're still airing. Right. Sounds like, go crank it up. See if it'll run. Yeah. <laughs> the bottom of the hour. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour. We'll get to some of your phone calls before the hour is done. Boy, the folks at MyPillow.com uh, were bragging on all of you yesterday, and I'm talking to you, the audience. Uh, man, they were talking about the response that they have gotten from you. And you know, the the, the MyPillow uh, organization is a, is a great American success story. Mike Lindell, if you never read his book, fantastic. And you know, they they like a lot of people when this first started thought they were going to have to furlough some people because of the shutdown of the economy and people concerned about their finances and, and all this. And then they brought the furloughed workers back, uh, and, uh, and now they've converted 75% of their production facility to making face masks uh, for hospital workers and other emergency equipment that they need. And they're, they, they're getting to the point where they can crank out 20,000 masks uh, a day. Uh, and, uh, and they continue to do this. And, um, and of course, you know, if you're looking right now saying, you know what, uh, I've been, uh, I'm kind of new to the show. I just got here, or maybe you just fired up and said, you know what, those are the kind of people I want to work with their products. We're not ever asking you to support a company for any, any other reason. The fact that they do a good job and certainly the folks at mypillow.com do a fabulous job. There's some great specials going on right now at mypillow.com using the promo code Bubba. There's some buy one, get one freeze in there. Uh, there's some 30% off in there, uh, all kinds of discounts on all their products, including buy one, get one free on that wonderful premium, my pillow. So find out everything you need to know by going to mypillow.com, click radio specials, then take the promo code Bubba, go in there and take advantage of all the savings and tell them, thank you for the great work they're doing. Not just for you and me, the consumer, but for our country right now, mypillow.com, a link also at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. All right. So. Speedy and I are in the studio with Stretch Armstrong. The rest of the team are all broadcasting via Zoom from their homes. And Speedy, you've you're you're you've made an observation. Well, you you know how over the years, you know, when our segments start, we can't talk. So we have we've learned to just go off each other's expressions. Correct. We can tell when somebody's agitated, when, yep. when they have something, right. when they're getting tired of something, right. when they're uncomfortable, just by the way they shift and what sure. they do. Um, and I, I see the little side boxes, the little, the little, the little Brady bunch boxes that we have here on zoom. We call it the bullpen. Yeah. The bullpen. And, and I can kind of tell that Greg is getting a little bit done with this setup. Uh, okay. he's okay. not sure okay. because I see when other people are talking, he, I see him shifting like your dad does. Mm-hmm. And I see that Burgess kind of, mm-hmm. he's getting a little bit, uh, you know, cabin fever. He, he, his back's bothering him. Mm-hmm. He, 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 I can tell he's kind of getting done with this and this is only day three. Yeah. Buddy, and so I'm just a little 27 concerned. 27 more days of this. Yeah. I'm not done with it. I, I, mean, I, I can tell, Greg. Minimum. Physically comfortable. Yeah. And, again, you don't – a lot of Budinsky potential with this setup. You, you're trying not to do that. It's just – it's 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 different. you got to adjust. I see you looking out the window a lot. You're just kind of mm-hmm. trying to see what's up. You're not sure, okay. do I get up and do I roam a little bit? Do I walk around? Yeah, um, I have to. In the middle of my back hurts. Yeah, I, I, have, right. I have to ask you all this, it, all of you. Is it is it difficult – to stay engaged because it's one thing 
for me to be at work and my mind drifts to the things I need to do after work, it's another thing to be in the place where those things are. So I, 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 I'm, I'm wondering. Uh, I'm, yeah, I mean, you can see them waiting. On you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Is that well, is that, is that tough? I think I think you got to. Uh, you know, it's uh, you got to. We're trying not to step on each other too. So it sounds like you might not be engaged, but to me, I'm having to pay more attention yeah. because I'm having to really follow what's happening. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying in the little Brady bunch windows, I can see him yeah. and the way he's shifting and moving. Right. And right. I know that I know what that means. <laughs> well, and, and you remember there's a guy on hold right now for Greg, because you remember he was the guy that basically ripped everybody new one yesterday. Cause he's seeing everybody. <laughs> From a different yeah. angle. From a different, yeah, and and he talked about he talked about Helmsy Sniffer and and something about That's something funny. about something about Greg and all this. And then you said that you thought that he was probably butt ugly, correct? Yeah. He sent a picture this time. Is he still going to just talk about it? Well, he's on, he's on hold right now. Tyler, you, you're you're on with the guys. Go ahead. What's going on, fellas? Good. Uh, I just want to start off to Helmsy. I apologize calling you out on your ski slope uh, sniffer the other day. Uh, I didn't mean to call you out on there like that. Yeah, I'm sorry. I just It's just observation. And to Greg, I didn't mean to get your panties in a bunch. I don't know what I said other than Fred Durst. But mm-hmm. I was going to say, well, at least on this like angle, you don't see the bald spot on the back of your head. But right. I know you said I was probably some ugly guy, but hey, I downloaded Zoom and I'm ready to pop on in there. I mean, I ain't no Brad Pitt or nothing, but I mean, you know, if y'all, if I if I have to clarify, <laughs> so so you're saying you you think you know now you might want to go back to what I told Hems about. You did hear me talking about the guy weighed two fifty two, right? The uh, <laughs> you know you you think that you probably look okay, you know, but but I mean, oh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a good eight. You think you're an eight? Well, eight. Oh, I'm good. <laughs> And I will give him, he's correct. Them studio cameras are elevated. Yeah. And boy, if you got a ball spot, it's tough. Yeah. 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 This is, these are just, I, I'd never, I'd never really thought about that before mm-hmm. that the way our cameras are in here, some of the members of the staff, you never really see head on. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I, I never thought. Now, of- it don't help other times when Greg goes, like when y'all go to break on YouTube and Greg goes around to where you usually sit, Rick, and that's just all you see is the back of Greg's head. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I see. We forget that camera's on during the break, and that is a bad view. No, yeah. You know, yeah. the other day, so wait, wait, y'all can see me right now. Y'all can see me right now. <laughs> <laughs> Greg Tyler says he thinks he's a good eight. He, yeah. he, he wouldn't mind. Maybe him. he is. You know, by God, he, he he's damn sure critical of everybody else. So he <laughs> <laughs> okay, he's got yeah. the zoom. He's got the zoom downloaded, but the only thing he can only go forty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, that's funny, Tyler. Thank he's you, buddy. Fine. I'm sure he's fine. Yeah, I liked, I liked more. Uh, I'd like to know how he thought about my setup today. I mean, he. I'm sure he'll find something. Everybody knows I got a big nose. He didn't say he wasn't like he observed something that nobody knew. Yeah, I got a big nose, bald mm-hmm. head. Yeah, whatever. Look, we all got our stuff. Yeah, I notice. I know. You know, I raise. We uh, all got our stuff. I, we I, all got our stuff. The Wilburn boys, they they go to that a lot. The bald head, they they seem to. I mean, that's their go to. <laughs> well, at least I got hair, yeah. you know, stuff like well, that. What do, you, what do you think the go to is on me? 
How many times do you think I've been called fat in my life? How many times? <laughs> Speedy, all you can tell them is wait till you get my age. You're going to be bald as I am. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. That's good. You can say, yeah, guess what? Yeah, that's, it's coming. Yeah, I've got a little bod. tip I'm going to give you. You know? Yeah. Hey, um, one, one of the things, too, that, that we were we were all talking about, and, and I think Speedy's got a story with it, but you did your own thing. I had a I had an uncomfortable thing. You know, there's certain things in all this I think I kind of have to draw a line a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I certainly know that when we talked about everybody trying to do better and and the exercising and the moving around and and uh, you know, I've laughed at the all the different memes and even some that Betty sent out. Here's how you look when the quarantine started, here you are at the end of it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and and all that's pretty funny and so but you know, I think you know, I already told you how uncomfortable I was with the Peloton thing that this is a person that I'm doing an on-demand deal, and it's just the person telling you, here's what we're going to do, here's mm-hmm. the resistance, mm-hmm. do this. So the place that I normally go to try to do a little better, obviously they've been shut down. So now they're offering for you to get on Zoom, just like we're doing, uh-huh. and you come up on a big screen, and they actually stand there in the gym, right? just the one trainer or two, six feet apart, and they and everybody tries to go through a workout that they're coaching from wherever they are. And I've ignored that because there's, there's just I just don't think I can do that. And so I got the uncomfortable yesterday where I was asked directly, oh. hey, man, are you going to join us for the class today? Because uh, we found a way to get the classes going again. Uh-huh. And, I, and I, I just don't think I can do it. At the time, I was fishing, so I just was like I didn't want to take it on. <laughs> so I probably gave false hope that I might do that. Yeah. I don't think – I just don't think – I just don't think I can do it. I, <laughs> if I, I could I, sit you in a little square yeah, where you're I, set up. I don't I just don't think I could stand there like in a room and and start telling me to start doing burpees or something like that. I, I just don't know if I could do it. <laughs> I mean the Peloton thing was uncomfortable enough. But you mm-hmm. know what I mean? This yeah. is now I'm gonna be there, it'll be this because that'd be like being a live class. Yeah. That's not like you go yeah. in there and you just got this one thing. Right. I, I don't I don't think Correct. I can, I don't think I can do that. <laughs> I know you. You will anger yourself where they can't see you, and you'll skip some reps, and then you'll come back in like you never left. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that, yeah. I mean, I, well, now you're kind of getting me intrigued. Now. I yeah. Think about that. Yeah. Well, who's who's going to make you do it for, at the house? Right. Yeah. I just. I mean, but they can't they see you on that one? They they can, but like he's saying, you you'll, can maybe you'll maybe. manipulate it somehow. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. I just don't know about that. Mm-hmm. I, I just because I mean I'm doing the best I can. I've, I'm going out and. Moving around, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes Sherry and I go out and, mm-hmm. you know, we got in the thing the other day. And of course, you know, uh, she claimed I was sandbagging at one point. Yeah. So at the end, I could burst at, uh, to the end. But but then then doing the Peloton thing, you know, a few days a week, that, mm-hmm. that's a pretty rigorous deal I'm, for somebody my age. Yeah. I don't know that I think I'm doing okay in this situation. Yeah. And I realize this would be another step, but there was something real uncomfortable about that. I just don't know if I can do that. Yeah. Well, I I, and I I think it's great the people who are doing it. Yeah, I'm yeah. Not, I'm not I, just not sure it's me. I follow them. I've seen some of that where where they'll they'll go live either on Instagram right. or Zoom or something like that, and that's what a lot of people are doing. They're they're streaming classes, you know, and everybody's working out from the house. Uh, it, for my luck, just like you guys said, it, I would be there like I really got it going on, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't realize that in the background you could like see my chocolate covered almonds, <laughs> right, and, uh, and and my Fritos, <laughs> my Fritos back here. <laughs> <laughs> and also, they start pointing at it, going, "What is that?" Yeah, you know, I, I just, I, well, I, I don't know. Well, I got to showing out in front of my boys yesterday, uh, and they were having a good time because Terry wanted to work out and do a little, a little circuit in the garage. And I found out that um, I, I kind of got caught up into trash talking her, and she didn't like it that much. Yeah. And Every time they try to step in the world, it seems sweet. Yeah. And you start thinking, "Yeah, let's do that together." The thing that we never do together. Uh huh. And then when yeah. you do it together, you realize why you don't do it together. Yeah. yeah.
Yeah. Yeah, she told me to calm down. It was just a workout. We'll be right back. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Yep, 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 yep. Here we go. Uh, We got phone calls standing by. You can come in. Lines are available. Stretch Armstrong will handle it. The boys are all on location. Speedy and I and Stretch here at the Broadcast Plaza. Uh, things you need to know, Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. Uh, we'll record another one of those today. And we'll visit with Chris Tomlin. Uh, Chris Tomlin, one of the um, most successful writers of modern-day hymns. Uh, if you... Uh, uh, when back when you were meeting together, actually at your church, or things you may be seeing now online, um, I remember one time thinking, if you removed every Chris Tomlin song, what would a worship service look like? Uh, but anyway, so we'll uh, we'll talk with Chris Tomlin coming up today about uh, you know how it's affected uh, you know all of those that normally are doing big time gathering events and all that, but we'll also just find out what's uh, what's the latest uh, in the life of, of Chris Tomlin. May even go back and. Uh, talk about some things, maybe that um, how he how he got started, how, what his whole world. Uh, so we'll interview Chris Tomlin for Rick and Bubba University, the podcast, and you can enjoy that this weekend uh, as you rise to be quarantined for another weekend. Uh, so so that that'll be coming up. Um, so we we got phone calls standing by. Dan uh, is in Birmingham. Dan, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you? Hey guys, what's going on? I'm doing great, man. Hope you're okay. Man, I'm just uh, surviving the quarantine. Hey, I wanted to give Bubba a heads up. You know, it's y'all talking about the different camera angles, but just a just a heads up, Bubba. When when you got that zoom angle, it adds about fifty pounds. Uh, so, yeah. I know. FYI. Sadly, that's true. <laughs> and it's not real flattering for your hair either. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because everything's shooting up. You know, yeah. we're used to it shooting down. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah, uh, we continue. Um, it's like it's just like with me. The worst angle we have in the broadcast plaza is this one that uh, they shoot from behind, looking in the studios. Because if I've got the 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 panel cuts off my gut right here, so so if you're looking at me straight ahead, I can almost convince you that I'm thinner than I really am. But you come you come around from behind, and there's them love handles, and buddy, they've been there since 1978. You know what I mean? I mean they they they've, they've been hanging on. They ain't going nowhere. No way. They say to me, Rick, you can work out all you want to. You can eat lean meats all you want to, and fresh vegetables. Them love handles are for life. They are for life. Yeah. Uh, we continue. Let's go to Dustin. Out of Greenville, Alabama. 30 seconds. Go right ahead. Hey, guys. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Thank um, you. I was uh, sitting on call, and uh, I thought it was great that I was able to sit on call and listen to Adler's Brick story. But anyway, what I was trying to talk about first was uh, Adam Schiff, when you were describing his eyes, it really seemed like Wiley Coyote and uh, the Roadrunner with the wild eyes always trying to get the road runner and never actually able to do anything but slow him down for just a second. You know, that's a good analogy. <laughs> yeah. Adam Schiff is a walking, talking, wildly coyote. And and Trump is the road runner. Yeah. That, that's really a good analogy. Uh, we continue. Let's go to Bobby in Ozark, Alabama. Hey, Bobby? Bobby, go ahead. Bobby. Hey, I got a question for uh, Bubba. All right. If he can change his background, can he put himself in with the Spice Girls, maybe at a concert or something? <laughs> There you go, Bubba. Uh, 
Let me see what I got here. I, I'm going through the library looking for things. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> that's probably close as I got. Yeah, that's close as you Just got. me on the beach having a good time. There, there, there he is. <laughs> hey, Bubba, you pulled that up awful quick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was that in your photo <laughs> gallery? Uh, let's go to <laughs> – let's go to is – it, is it Curb Street? Is this a former intern? Go ahead. Is it? Hey, guys, uh, Curb Street here. Uh, so I woke up this morning, and I read online that Coach Ed Orgeron filed for divorce from his wife. Have y'all, are, you, are you kidding, Randy? You said him a joke, or is that serious? <laughs> this is serious. He actually filed for divorce on February 26th, and they've been separated since that time, actually. I, I, I did not know that. Uh, for, first, I've heard of that. Uh, so, so that's straight up? I, I'm, I'm kind of shocked, too. Uh, I, I did see it says 12 hours ago from this source here, uh, LSU coach Ed Orgeron files for divorce from wife Kelly of 23 years. Bubba, what do you have to say about it? <laughs> Greg. <laughs> you know, I, I'm kind of, I'm kind of like, I don't know if I want to comment on that right now. I, know, okay. I, I was about to say it. Out of respect, out of respect. I'll, now tomorrow may be a different day. You know? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say, I saw you, I was actually watching you think that through. Yeah, and I it, did. it was like, do I do Coach O on such a sad story? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know if we want to delve into that one today. Now, next week it may be fair game. Right? Wow. Twenty. Oh wow. Here's the details of in, in the divorce. Uh, well, easy. Spanish able to do that to you. Greg, you you're talking about a little too much popularity? Yeah, a little too, a little too big. I don't know. I don't know what the reason is. I I'm no just, we don't know. We have no idea who right. who even was the one wanting to leave. Who knows? Yeah, 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 it doesn't say why, it just says what he wants in the divorce. Really? What does he want? It said court documents say he wants exclusive use and occupancy of the couple's new home in Baton Rouge while he has no mm-hmm. obligation to her having exclusive occupancy to the home in Maidenville. Uh, and then it goes on a little bit more on what they'll mm. do and how old their kids are and, and everything. So how old are the kids? Uh, it looks like they're in their 20s here. Uh, yeah. um, uh, see, we got uh, – you you know what what you do you can get out of this. I mean he's he's at the pinnacle of his professional career. Wins a national championship, has an outstanding year. I mean just accolades galore, and and things were not good in his personal life. You you yep. can draw that conclusion. Yep. Yeah, you can. Well, well now it says here that he was trying to tell her that he didn't want to be married to her, but she couldn't understand anything he was saying. For her. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Rick, they have a 28-year-old, it looks like, that she had from a previous marriage, and then they have twin boys, Parker and Cody, who are 22. Ah, uh, sad. How about, Bubba, you and Greg both were presented the exact same scenario. You I pondered know. through it and, and said, no, I'm not going to speak on it. Greg pondered through it and said that. <laughs> he said, I've been trying to tell her. <laughs> and I'm going to need you, Bubba, to get closer to that mic. Uh, all right, so <laughs> let's not- go. Yeah, yeah, you you fading on me again on on audio. Yeah, yeah, really. Yeah, I, yeah, I need you. You need to turn the volume well, you up. Told me to turn it down yesterday. Now that was but that was for us doing the the promos. But today I yeah. need more. Yeah, that was uh, yeah. comrades. All right, I'll turn it up. Well, turn it up. Turn it up. There you go. That's Ooh, better. Yeah, better. That's perfect. Turn it up. Because what happens is I pot you up, then everybody comes in on top of you, and they're way too loud. Mm-hmm. Okay. Turn it up. Turn uh, it up. Let's go to uh, let's go to Tommy, Birmingham, Alabama, one zero four seven WZZK. Tommy, go ahead. Hey there, yeah, this is Tony, not Tommy. Hey, Tony. Uh, Tony. Question for you. Do you think that the Dems, Libs, are going to, this is their new tactic for every Republican presidential candidate going forward, or if it's just the style that Trump uses? 
It's a good question. Uh, I think if they get a Republican candidate that they can push around, they'll leave him alone. Uh, Bobby, well, you agree think with that? About, think about this. They have a playbook. They work up the list. You know, you start with, uh, you know, you're a racist, and then you go to you're a misogynist, and, you know, you work on up. I, you know, they, they really, you have to go a long way to they get to, I'm going to impeach you every single time, uh, you know. But he, he, he blows past those, so... You know, they just work their their little checklist they have. Top of the hour. If you're leaving us, have a big day. You got more Rick and Bubba. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.